cold gales blow from the Windy City across the Astral Sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe here. They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. Whereat Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Another week. Another shot. Yes. Cheers. 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 Clinky. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Mmm, Malorty. Mm-hmm. All right. Last time, we arrived in Targos. Uh, you met Speaker Nerth and Skath, the... Uh, the uh, head of the militia. Um, they uh, talked to Pilgrim. Pilgrim had a, a long conversation with him, kind of got the gist of it, introduced himself. Um, he seems well-liked by the community, etc. Uh, and he's currently looking for spies in his midst. However, you guys had a more pressing concern. You guys were uh, searching uh, Dearth. Searching for Dearth, sorry. And Death Sunblight is one of the sons of Zardok. And you found him under the city in a cave. Uh, they are mining out a large quantity of Shardolin. Um, using Shatter and Fireball simultaneously, you brought down the cave, uh, which you had to escape from. And I believe Thrax pointed out uh, that they could escape small, and you guys were able to spot them as they were escaping. And had a battle with uh, with Dearth and two of his lieutenants, and it was a fierce battle. And you guys came out victorious. And uh, I believe we ended uh, at that spot still. So you guys mm-hmm. are around the corpses of uh, these Durgar. Let's chop off his head, take his eyes, keep it in the bag. Shit. And Skittle look at the cave-in. Shit, there's so much shit down there that we... Now we won't know anything. We didn't find anything out, but yeah. At least he's dead. We should try to hide this cave entrance in case other people come, or... Well, let's see what they got on them first, and uh... Can we search the bodies? Yes, you can. 
Uh, on Dirth, you find an amulet. And he's wearing two rings. Uh, the amulet is circle-shaped, silver, and it has the insignia of a broken crown with two, two, uh, two, two points. Two seven down. Yes. Uh, the rings themselves, they are made of obsidian. Uh, one has a green jewel, one has a red jewel. You find 1,500 gold. He has in a pouch, and you have, and he has an unsent letter. It looks like the armor he's wearing is made of shardolin, oh. and it has a large emerald in the centerpiece of the chest, a golden emerald centerpiece. Uh, and then the two lieutenants, they were both wielding shardolin greatswords. And otherwise, had nothing of interest on them otherwise. Can you spell Shardolin? They really Ooh. didn't make it S-H-A-R-T, did they? No, no, not Shart. That's how I've been spelling it. That's <laughs> that's fine. D. It's a C-H-A-R-D-A-L-Y-N. It's not, not that far off. Yeah. At least it's not dumb. Dummy spelling. Um, Should we take a short rest here? We just ran outside the city. We gotta figure out what we're gonna do, but we can see the city walls from where we're at. Yeah, you're only about like a half hour walking out tops. I don't know what your HP is, at, but thirteen. You're higher than me. I don't know about everybody else. In case we run into some Jorges. I'm gonna cool thirteen with no spell slots. You know, mm-hmm. good to go. Should we chop off his head and keep it? You want to keep his head? Yes. Okay. If you want to do that, I can pull it in the bag. Then the speaker can talk to it. Oh. Okay, okay. I understand that. Our speaker, not not the speaker here. You can talk to it? The pilgrim can, can't he? Grim, can you talk to dead people? Uh, currently, no. This one's spent, but in like a day, an eight-hour time frame, what one might call a lengthy rest. If, if, if the head is still able to speak, this one's not sure, it, the corpse will still need to be able to speak. That's all this one knows. Chop, no. it. Chop it off. Keep the jaw attached. Does it have a voice? box then i don't know just let's play it safe and chop it you know where the vocal cords are still kind of there oh shit okay um, yeah chop it closer to the collarbone well, let me get this armor off i want to keep this armor and these swords i'm not touching that shit all right i'll do all that i'm yeah. gonna keep it too i'll help you get the armor off cool, but cool, cool. i'm kind of like eyeing you or barry is eyeing you while we're yeah. You, you notice know, some uh, twisted shit. Don't yeah, shove it in don't the be bag. Messing, don't be messing with this armor okay. and these swords. Shove it in the bag. It's okay. It's just if they have a lot of it. What if it's usual if we have a lot of it sometime? If it's in the bag someplace we don't see. Plus, I'm the only one who holds it. You guys will be okay. 
I guess uh, better to have it and not need it than not take it, I guess. Uh, uh, as we're putting the uh, jewels and uh, amulet and stuff in there, does any of that... I guess I'd, I'll take the time to oh, identify. Yeah, uh, or I can... Well, yeah, would you rather wait? It looks like we're going to have to rest anyway. I can identify this stuff tonight. Yeah, you can hold on to the jewelry and shit. I yeah. feel like you need to see that what it is. Um, Before Thrax goes to chop off the head, uh, you did say it needs a corpse, or...? I'm just reading from the spell list. It just says you, I can bring, like, the corpse kind of comes back to life. It's not the soul is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, like... You, you just need the um, spell... spell as worded, you just need the head and it has to have a jaw on it. Ah, cool. Okay, I don't know. Cool. I, I used to have it a long time ago when we played a different campaign. So. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to burn the other two in the body of death, yeah? Well, let's take his eyes. Let's take their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And then we'll burn them. Yes. Yeah, for crush. Obviously. Obvi- obviously. Of course, of course. Of course, yes. Yeah, of course. Um, Grim. Yes. Uh, do you want to, or should we tell the uh, speaker of this town about our encounter here? Would this it? one doesn't think it's necessary, but this one will follow the will of the party. Well, uh, I feel like that one's your department, I think. Yes, it, it doesn't seem pertinent. And this one doesn't know why he needs to know. And that speaker also gave me sketchy vibes. Might try to mind shuttle it himself. I don't know. We could, we could try to fill it up with water, make it frozen in there, so it's hard to get to. That'll probably take some time. What's the uh, downside of letting him know? Ah, uh, Grim? This one thinks it's odd that the day we showed up, he immediately asks us to t- take out some assassinations of another faction with whom we're unfamiliar. And who knows if... Rax was suspicious that they could have been working with the Dwergar, so letting them know our play is not advised by this one, and as you all know, Duvesta Shane warned against Nerith. Nerith, right, Jay? Yes, Nerith. This one just doesn't see any reason to tell them just yet. Yeah, good point, good point, yeah. Alright. It's already caved in, things are done with. I think Grimm's got a good point, you know. Let things lie as they are. Go sure. back to town, rest up. No one the wiser of our activities out here in the wilderness. You all think helping us seal it up a little bit more is a good idea? Or, uh, no. Take a peek over. This thing's fucking completely It's collapsed, yeah. yeah. It looks impassable. Yeah, so you'd have to redig the entire thing. It looks pretty caved in right now. Yeah, probably all right, all right. That works. Um, Skid will take the his dagger, take the eyeballs, one eyeball each of the two lieutenants, try to get them into a thing. Let uh, Thrax, you're going to take uh, Durth's head, right? Yep. If, if we're all in agreement that this is okay. Yeah, take his take his head. Yes. Pull, pull battle axe, look towards a sort of upper body, maybe just above the... Tits. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's right. You just—it's—he's—it's yeah, it's the just mouth. The I missed okay. that part. So yeah. Okay. Then I go for just the. Yeah, as bad as that. Cut his head off right then, and there's he an ugly fucker. Stick that in your bag. Got him. Got him. Um, and then we'll create bonfire on the three bodies. Okay. Until they are burning up. Yeah, they burn up. And we'll take all that loot, all that charge land, 
give Barry the jewelry and such, and he will identify later. And then maybe are we walking and talking back to Targos? I think that's the plan. Yeah, head back to Targos. We got a room at Alaskan Arms. Might as well. Yeah, use and it. then just. I'm I'm gonna mention on the way back. There's some dirty money. Uh, we should find somewhere good to give it away to some some good uh, someone who needs it. Well, we'll just, uh, we can clean it, don't worry. No, no, we'll reinvigorate the local businesses with our patronage. We'll buy stuff with it, put it back into the cons, cons me. Well, I'm gonna put it in a con me, just clean it. We'll just spend it. Alright. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever y'all think. Alright, yeah, you guys head, head back to town. It's uneventful. Uh, there's still a main road here uh, that you guys are easily able to follow right back to town. You guys had went out west, which is towards uh, Bremen. Yes. Yes. And I'm going uh, to clean some of the blood off with the snow before we get into the town. Yeah, okay. Like, try to clean yourselves up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, before we even get to the gates. I'll, I'll use my prestidigitation to clean us up a bit. Oh, nice. Perfect. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's much quicker. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are looking clean. Uh, a little beat up, but but clean. Uh, it looks like you just had a rough day. You guys are out doing adventurous stuff, so no one's really going to bat an eye as you walk into town. Um, you know, no one's really surprised by people coming in slightly injured or whatever from being out in the wilds. It's it's the you know it's it's Icewind Dale. There's there's a lot of tough times trials out there. It's a tough times, so mm-hmm. people aren't really going to look twice at people that are like a little beat up. Tough times never last. <laughs> Only tough people last. <laughs> I like that. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys make it back to the Luskin Arms. Uh, when you walk in, you see Nerith. He's talking to a handful of people at one of the tables, as usual. Uh, just kind of talking to some of the fishermen, etc. So we, so we heading up to the room. What time is it? Hmm. Early evening, right? Early afternoon? Yeah, we didn't really sleep Late afternoon. yesterday, did we? Yeah, you guys... We got the room and slept there. Yeah, I thought we'd... Did we sleep overnight? Yeah, you guys slept. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. You guys slept and then searched the town for most of the day, so I'd say it's probably early evening. Might as well run some errands if anyone has anything to do. This one might walk about the town. Pilgrim has 6 HP, so he's got a big old lump on his head. <laughs> I was wondering, any of y'all have a fishing line for that hook we got? Uh, that could be real useful, you know, kind of food whenever we need it. I, I don't have any fishing line on me, though. There's a really good shop here that's famous for fishing uh, stuff. Sure. And we got a bunch of blood money to spend. I, I mean, gonna, money to spend. Just getting some line, some good cordage that won't snap. Uh, cordage. Uh, we, we could probably buy uh, an old, just a fishing thing, a pole. Yeah, but it's going to need line, right? Uh, yeah. I just think... Uh, uh, that hooks uh, could come in handy if we're out in the wild for a while. Well, uh, are you going to be able to identify that stuff? Yeah, no okay. problem. Maybe, maybe you can go f- shopping after that. Yeah, or before sure. that, or whenever. Whenever, yeah. Go ahead. Here's some money. You can shop for the fishing cordage. Traveler, what did you need? Uh, just want to listen to the whereabouts around town. Nothing in particular. How do you feel about this place? I know you kind of got a. An intuition, almost. Uh, you feel about Targos? You think, uh, I don't know, just any any notions? The speaker situation concerns this one, but other than that, it seems like a good, honest fishing village, and 
capable of what they do. Is the dock unfrozen, DM? Uh, everything within the city walls of the water is all frozen. It's all frozen? Yes. Okay. Uh, outside, like, so they've built little, like, almost mock, uh, not, I don't want to say railway, but basically things that are able to easily move their boats out towards the end okay. of the thing. So they still fish. Okay. So most Just of the lake is unfrozen. inconvenienced. Yes. Okay. So most of the lake is unfrozen. Okay. Hear me out. Uh, we have all this money to spend. Uh, we had a rough day. Why don't we get the finest meal of afforded of Targos with all this money? Have, have, you, have you been to fine dining? I, I'd love to experience it. So you're saying you would like to spend our money on a gastronomic experience? Yes, one we can all share in together and uh, perhaps nurse these wounds we've acquired in that cave-in. I see no problem with that. Yeah, I think they have uh, some of the best fish you're going to get, you know, around here. But There are three in service, according to our original notes. What's that? There are three and three and three stars in service. Two for company. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Knucklehead, fifteen ways, fifteen course meal. <laughs> fifteen course <laughs> knucklehead. Omakase knucklehead. You just oh get the same God. thing fifteen times. Deconstructed knucklehead. <laughs> it's just a thought, I think. I mean, it, it has been a while. We could treat ourselves. Oh, yes, let's treat ourselves. Do you think they have a bathhouse here? We can wash up and get get pampered? Too? Get clean? With soap? Ooh, I like the sounds of this. I haven't had soap in a long time. Oh, some knucklehead chowder. You want to have a hot spring scene? <laughs> like yeah. from an anime. <laughs> yes, I would like that. As long as we can montage it real quick. <laughs> I'm going to ask Nath. Yeah, we go in town looking for the nice bathhouse. Yeah, uh, if you ask uh, anyone in town, uh, they will point you in the direction of the uh, the Shimmering Scales. And that is the bathhouse nice. where you get pampered. It's a cocaine reference. <laughs> Interesting. That's a good name. Yes! Uh, sorry, I did too much cocaine. <laughs> and at the price board, we I'd like to budget so we can have a nice dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you go to the, you make your way to the bathhouse. Uh, you walk in. There's a desk that is uh, almost square in design. Uh, there's one person on each side. There's a room in the back of the. There's a room at the end of the square uh, entryway. And there's uh, one side uh, is labeled men's, the other side is labeled women's. And you guys go up. Uh, it's only for the total of you five gold a piece, so 25 gold. Well, I was going to wander around town. Okay, so yeah. four of you. So four of you, four of you are getting pampered. But build them. You don't want to take a bath with us. This one doesn't find necessary. Enjoy them. Oh, all right. You'll be okay by yourself, Grim. It's going to be some bonding time, you know. <laughs> this one wants to check around a few things around town. You'll be useful. We'll be useless this time. 
Uh, you guys, so you uh, you go up, you pay your five gold, you are given uh, a little basket of soaps and two towels. You are pointed the direction of basically the equivalent of a locker room um, where you guys have personal storage. You have your own key so you can put your stuff in your little your little places, Ricky, down your towels. Ricky looks confusedly at the, the men's and the women's side, wondering which one he should go into. Ooh. Then he follows the party wherever they go, which I assume is the men's side. I look at the very tiny key and Thrax's his hand and he does the lock on this door to get changed. Mm-hmm. So you guys can doff all of your clothing and armor and put on your towels and make your way to the bathhouse. Uh, I think the pilgrim just didn't want us to see him naked. <laughs> no, no, no. He had to walk the path. He had to walk his own path in town. He's, he's doing his own thing, you know. But I, I do wonder what kind of bod he's got under there. I bet it, he's, he seems like he's packing. I think he's pretty ripped. Oh, yes. Jagged. A real man's man. <laughs> A hunk of meat. Ooh, this water's warm. Yeah, you guys walk in. There's there's one uh, there's one large pool that's dug into the ground, filled with water, and there's another one that is on risers, has a small fire, embers burning below it, yeah. and it is steaming, so it's not a hot tub. Okay, we'll just just jump right in there. Yeah, I think we just have some bonding time, uh, chilling in the hot tub, getting clean, and then we'll you know look for food afterwards. All right, Pilgrim, uh, where are you headed? Um, you know, just kind of around town. I'll probably go by the speakers. Um, well, he was in that inn, so I'll probably go by there. Um, but, you know, just kind of going around and looking for uh, uh, any of those, just kind of casually, the symbol of that um, moon with the star, was it? Uh, the symbol of the Harpers. Yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, God, what was it? It's like half moon and... I think it was a half moon with a oh a harp in it. Wow, they're oh, okay. really on the there we go. Really yeah, on the nose, the super yeah. on the nose. Yep, just kind of looking for. The, I, I don't think I'll see it anywhere, but just keep, keep my eye out and just seeing what's going on around town. Just kind of checking things out, to be honest. Nothing. Um, and then like if I don't really see anything that uh, piques my interest, then I'm gonna lay down and listen to people walk around, maybe in the busiest area, and just listen to them walking their paths. Kind yeah, of you see, uh, like when you're along the. Uh, when you're walking along the uh, lake, the lakefront, uh, you see people coming in for the from the from the afternoon uh, fishing. Uh, you hear a couple people exclaiming, "That's the biggest knucklehead I've ever seen!" and all the stuff. Uh, someone caught a really big knucklehead. Um, there's kind of like a lot of hustle and bustle. You see the shipyards where there's a new boat being made. It's larger than most. Uh, it looks like it's halfway under construction, but it does look significant, um, larger than any other boat you've seen so far. Uh, I would say in all the towns. So from East Haven to here, it's the biggest boat that you've seen. Okay, I'll go up there and just check it out and see if there's someone who's kind of leading construction. Yeah, yeah, there's a uh, slender man uh, wearing a uh, very... Uh, <laughs> a tie, a suit and tie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's wearing um, a, a, a suit and tie with fur, I would say, okay? okay. So like, he does, look, he does look more important. He's got a bunch of parchments in front of him. It uh, looks like a bunch of design papers. Um, and he's kind of like, kind of looking up and down at the paper while uh, things are getting put like while it's getting put together you see people bending uh bending the wood to fit the hull and yeah i'll just go up and ask him um how things are going and if uh what's this for what's the story behind it and if uh they need anything or if they're lacking any material or whatever 
I'm sorry. Well, there, brother. This is, I'm glad you asked. No one really pays any attention to what I'm doing here, and I appreciate the, uh, the interest. This is the biggest vessel that we will ever have on any of the lakes. Well, at least we're going to test it on the lakes. Um, but this is meant to go north. Um, we're trying to figure out a way where we could ship this to the Sea of Moving Ice. Uh, this is an exploratory vessel. Mm. Um, the Sea of Moving Ice is kind of one of the last frontiers. Uh, this has been well-funded by a few anonymous donors, but um, uh, it's really a dream come true. I get to build something that's uh, of some, some major importance, I hope, one day. But uh, currently, you know, if we found some crew, um, you know, but obviously there's still a bit of work to be done on the boat. But um, it's, it's going well, and we hope uh, within, the, within the next few months we get to test it out on the lakes. This one wishes you the best of success with your uh, paths, both on the ground and in the unexplored waters. And I'll go listen to people walking around. All right. He thanks you. He seems very happy that you spoke to him. Um, he, this is something of great import to this uh, civilian. And uh, yeah, you go and listen. You can tell the people that are walking by. To like an extraordinary detail, um, I'd say you almost even visualize it in your mind of of the people around you. Yep, I'm good. All right, you guys finish your baths. You guys are feeling very relaxed, um, and uh, you guys are free to do whatever you want now that you're leaving the bathhouse. Do you think Grim wants to get food with us or no? Well, uh, I would think so. There'll be a fair amount of wine and things. Of course. He has to eat sometime. Yes, if only we could get in contact with him. A couple more minutes in that hot tub and Barry would have made a veritable turtle soup. Oh, real quick. Did Barry, when he gets naked and ready for the bath, does he take his shell off too? Like in the cartoons? No, no, the shell stays on. Okay. Are his are his uh, feet like flippers too once uh-huh. he takes his boots off? Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not like... They don't have like a strong heel, like hands, or like like how his flippers are. You know, like uh, how a sea turtle's you know okay. flippers on the front and back would be similar. Yeah. What is he very at home in the once we hop into the hot water? Oh yeah, yeah, he <laughs> lo- loves it. Does he swim around? Uh, I think he Did mostly he just around? gets super comfortable and then maybe does some submerging. But I think he's mostly focused on uh, two things. Uh, he's he looks at Ricky a lot and Ricky's. Uh, you know, body. He's kind of checking out Ricky a lot because uh, I think that's the first time we've been nude together. Uh, um, <laughs> I think and that's then, the first time all of yeah, you've been nude. And together. then the second thing is he's looking at your guys' shoulder caps a lot, and just like, there's this kind of like sense of kind of jealousy, studying, etc. The cranberries work, the the tattoo that you guys, the fresh one you guys each got. But other than that, he's just enjoying the vibe. And Thrax does go up to Skin go, hey, Skid, check this out. And uh, Thrax will submerge his head underneath the water and, like, kick two little paces underneath and come up. Like, you did it! <laughs> you, you did it! Finally, you did it! <laughs> you're getting better! Been working on that. You're getting better, dude! Good job! And look at this! And I'll flex my arm and so the tattoo moves a little bit. And then Thrax flexes in front of his look. <laughs> These are fucking sweet. sick. <laughs> All right, we go find Grim and we find a restaurant. All right. Yeah, good call. Grim, where are you? 
Grim. Grim. Pilgrim. There he is. He's on the floor over there. <laughs> oh, he's just lying right there on the street. <laughs> Supine, yeah. Grim, we're going to go get some food. Would you like to come with us? Sure. All right. Did you glean any uh, anything? Just talked about that boat and point to the boat that's probably visible, right? It's oh, yeah, it's, it's the biggest thing. Oh, it's big in as the, shit. Yeah. It's bigger than Scython's boat. Oh, yeah, it's like six times the size. If we can't find any other uses for the Shardland, maybe they could make use of it. Yeah, it's a Whoa. good idea. A power source for the boat or something? Whoa! It's a big mother, man. Uh, y'all like boats? No. No? Not really? Oh, man, I was going to say we should... Uh, Check that out more. I like I like boats. I like being in the water. Well, yeah, let's get some food. We'll find the fanciest restaurant in all of Targos. All right. And spare no expense. The fanciest restaurant in all of Targos. Spend all of our money. Goddamn is, restaurant. Is going to be called. <laughs> all right. So everyone that you ask in town, as you guys are looking for the nicest restaurant, Every single person you ask says, oh, you want something real good? You go to Targolette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is good. Gross. Tar- Targolette? Yes. Targolette. No. <laughs> Let's go there. Uh, upon pro- approaching this building, you notice that unlike most of the other buildings, and in fact, almost all the buildings... This one's not made of wood. It's made of stone. I and knew it's it. Very, very chic. Yep. The stone is carved. Min- what one might call minimal. Yes. Like minimalist yes. exterior. Yes. One hundred percent. Like one bar of black wood. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't have wood. a sign. Yeah. It's it not does mine. not have a sign. You don't know. How, no. You don't know where it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, when you go up to the door, written in very <laughs> fine place. print, right, right in the middle, is where it says it. Yes. Let's go inside. And we're all primped and, and pampered and clean and, yeah. and in our best. And we're walking and uh, I hate this minimal I hate this minimalist architecture. It's pretty though, even though it's pompous and fucking snobby. There's something beautiful in its simplicity. Alright, you guys walk in. Uh, you walk in, uh, you uh, immediately to your forward and to your left, uh, you see the host stand. Um the interior is made of all wood. Uh, it's very. It looks like it had some sort of lacquer pressed on, like uh, run over it, so it's very uh, shiny. It's very elegant. Uh, you can see like the bar and the tables are made of a different kind of wood. Um, you would recognize some of this wood to be from the trees outside of Goodmead. Um, Imported. Then you would also see some wood that you don't recognize yet. I should say. From other parts of Ten Towns that you have not seen yet. Look at the hostess stand and then look at Ricky Steele. He got this. <laughs> what does the house look like? Uh, the host is a uh, tall, uh, moderately sized man wearing uh, basically uh, very nice furs. Mm-hmm. And uh, as an outer coat and then center coat, he has a tie, a vest, and... Slacks. Is there music in here? Uh, yes. Excellent. There's a some people playing music in the corner. Hello. Greetings and welcome. Table for five, please. And let's not keep the speaker of good mead waiting. 
Ah, VIP. Wish you would have called ahead. But that's okay. We'll make a... We'll, we will obviously have a table ready for you. Uh, just wait one moment, please. Uh, so he, he, he uh, walks away. You see him uh, talk to um, a man who's dressed even more pompously than he is. Uh, he's the, this, the guy's the most decked out. You would assume he's the GM of this place. Um, and he looks at you guys, nods, uh, uh, does one of the hand gestures of get over here with the two fingers in the air. Uh, and uh, uh, a waiter runs up to him, nods, and uh, you see him move a chair to another table and set up a five-seat dining spot for you guys. Uh, the host will come back over. Uh, right this way, please. Thank you. We'll follow the host. Yeah, and he'll seat you at the table. It's a circular table, um, and there's five seats in a circle. I try to make sure... I don't know if Grim's cool with it, but make sure Grim is sitting with his back to a wall. I don't want anyone to sneak up on him and try to assassinate him. <laughs> All right, yeah, absolutely. Is there a coat check in here? <laughs> and then we have dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you have dinner? Um, yeah. Uh, so the says, dude, you like to do the drink pairing as well? Of course. All right. Oh, yes, that sounds nice. Uh, so it comes out to, well, you don't know the bill yet, so you guys sit down. <laughs> you guys sit down, and he uh, says, all right, I'll be right with you with the first course. So is there prices on the menu, or is it just no prices? No, it's... Uh, Only one menu you, is the price. You we don't have, get the menu. You have a menu in front of you, and I'll, I'll just tell you it as we go through it, and I'll just make this quick. Thank you. <clears throat> Please explain all the dishes to us. All right. The first dish uh, that you receive <laughs> is a, a black truffle and sweet corn tartlet. Uh, you see it's a, it's a crispy little tart. Uh, there's some sort of uh, yellow, like almost a blend. It's uh, very light. And then you see some like almost shaved, cor- uh, shaved sweet corn and then black truffle across the top. And it's served with a, I want to make sure the year here. So it's 1489 right now. So this is a, uh, is a 1482 um, Domaine Ot. <laughs> is a fine white wine. So mind course, if I do. Then they explain that you have lobster three ways. Yes. The blue lobster oh, that they yes. have here. Is there an homage bouche before? No. Oh. It's not that. It's fancy. <laughs> the <laughs> second course is the lobster coral and hazelnut custard. Uh, it is served almost as a, uh, I guess the closer you call it would be like a flan-like texture. Ooh. And uh, it is paired with a Riesling. Oh. Bold choice. This is uh, delicious. I've never had food taste or feel like this. They just give you this little bit, though. I'm sure they're saving the beast for the end. Okay. The next course is lobster claw and raspberry ceviche. Yes. The that is still paired with the riesling. The next is the next dish is chilled California. Av- California. California. <laughs> chilled. Sorry, chilled. Uh, 
I'm literally using the menu from Smith. The lore implications. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a... Uh, uh, Baldur's Gate. Waterdeep. No, no. It's got to be Water more Davey? south than that. Uh, south? A Fandolin, a Fandolin Avocado. <laughs> a chilled Fandolin Avocado, Pistachio, and Sea Lettuce. Nice. Mm, yeah, I love sea lettuce. It's been a long time. This is going to be so expensive. Oh, I've never had this before. <laughs> it's a delicacy. Well, did you freely swim in the ocean and eat this? Yeah, this used to be free. Enjoy it. Oof. Hey, Barry. It's, uh, is it tough to leave your family and Prince Shander? Like, your family's all there. Everyone's, like, together. Yeah, I'm used to traveling around, okay. bopping around. You know, moving those inks and uh, packages, so... Okay. I was just thinking about it and when we were sitting in the, in the hot water. <laughs> that is paired with the Grand, Grand Cru Chablis. The next is Lost Tail, warmed with almond milk and newly pressed walnut oil. Whoa. And that is served with a Chardonnay. Next is uh, Faux Gras, barbecued, avoca- uh, barbecued avocado and blade kelp. And that is served with a uh, Junmai Sake. <laughs> Next is slow roasted lamb saddle, porcini, and eucalyptus. Uh, pleasant reserve cheese and caviar donut. Mm, delicious. Grim, this kind of a food you're lacking. You haven't you haven't said much during the meal. The wine is delicious. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you've barely touched any of your food. You have a bunch of plates in front of you. He's just been nibbling on the incredibly small bites. They're <laughs> yeah, pretty small bites, right? This is, yeah, this is. Yeah. This is he nibbles it a little plates. bit. Uh, then you make your way to the dessert courses. Uh, you have a sheep smoked sorbet, elderflower, and blueberry. Then a lime leaf, pine, and sheets of ice. Then a strawberry and nasturtium honey pot. Preserved egg yolk tartlet, marigold, and jasmine. And then to close it, you have a barley mousse, burnt chocolate and caviar, black walnut and venison, and then a black walnut and venison consomme with eight-ear whiskey. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know this is all very good, but I still think the lobster claw raspberry ceviche was my favorite bite. I have to say so, so as well. Yeah, I'm his burger house, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Barry? This is this is a true. Experience. Look at how they brought it out. Barry, if anybody should get our blood money, shouldn't it be these people pimping out food for massive gains? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. venison, though, I have to say, uh, reminds me of uh, something that you two, Skid and Thrax, talked about a long time ago. Something we've forgotten about. Mm, the dread moose. The dread moose. Elk, whatever. <laughs> the dread moose of Lonelywood. Yeah. Feel me in on it, uh. It was in a newspaper. We saw it. Skid and Thrax wanted to hunt it. Terrorizing we, the people. But we were very far away at the time. The and Bane I, of Lonelywood? Yes, I believe Just like we're, Ricky Steele. We're much closer. I'm not the Bane of Lonelywood. The Bane of East Haven? Well, you can only be so many Banes at once. The but, Scourge of Lonelywood, I apologize. This one apologizes. It's, it's, it's no dig on me. But I will say, if that thing still exists. We should probably hunt it. Oh, sooner than later. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the dread moose, kind of like the wolves that we heard about. And that interaction wasn't that great, so we should probably, you know, if go it, see this dread moose. If it speaks, don't trust it. Just take it down. Uh, I think we gotta go north for that through Tremelaine, but 
It's, it's not too bad. We can just rest up Tremlane, go to Lonelywood, and hit the biggest city, Tremlane, on the way back down. Do we hit the paths tonight? Uh, no. We've, we've uh, you know, we've had this great meal. Our belly is a fool. We probably shouldn't walk on it. Yeah, and it's no. it's, it's far. We, we might have to see the X-Beaks tomorrow because it's, it's not close. Yeah, it's four hours walking, two hours with X-Beaks. To Tremolene? Yes. And then just like an additional hour or two to Lonelywood from Tremolene? Yeah, it's uh, one hour by X-Beak, two hours by walking. Rest up tonight, hit the road tomorrow. We can get fishing supplies if you want before we leave. We can get axe beaks before we leave. Yeah, I can look at these uh, trinkets too, these little rings and things. Who? Oh, can we do that tonight? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Identify, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, it never hurts to be by a loo after all this rich food and that stuff. Oh, shit. Not I used to eating this the... kind of way and I, I can. forgot about the fucking bill. Wreak havoc on your insides. Uh. As if almost by. <laughs> Uh, serendipity, the bill lands on the table. <laughs> Excuse this one, Garçon. Uh, this one could not help notice that there was no um, good meat. Wood was an obvious, a nice inclusion, but uh, would you be interested in having any good, specialized good mead from good mead? Hmm. Hold on one second. Let me, let me ask real quick. And... They'll call to the bar, and uh, you see someone who's obviously like the beverage director here. Uh, he's like, oh, okay, and he comes up. Uh, I'm sorry, you said something about uh, specialty meats? Uh, good mead. Good mead. Good mead. But also maybe some honey that you could use in some of your dishes as well. well that'd be wonderful. Um, let me ask, uh, would, if, do you have the brewing capability to say, uh, do aged meads? This one sorts? has no idea. <laughs> But this one was in a letter to Lesser Gray, and you will be in contact. We will be in contact with you shortly. Oh, very good. Thank you. Um, and you are the, the I presume you are the, the speaker, yes? Indeed. Call this one what you will. Very good. He hesitates. He does not know what to call you, so he just kind of stares. Sir. <laughs> good enough. Oh, also, by the way, can we get a bottle of that Riesling to go? Mm. Yeah, actually, uh... Mm. The Riesling? Mm. Uh, speaker, do you uh, seem to have uh, a different preference? Chardonnay was better. Chardonnay, then. Ah, very good. That was the... And Skid will look at the bill and say, uh, With the to-go wine for the speaker, do you need to amend the bill at all? No, um, no, this will be a gift to the speaker. It's uh, an honor to have something of caliber here. No further amending, okay. And then he would look at the number at the bottom of the room. <laughs> what is it, a uh, hundred gold? I think more. Uh, it was 1,500 gold, <laughs> but you guys have a discount for being VIP, so it's only 850. He'll uh, down into his bag real <laughs> sly-like and hand 850 gold over to the, speak, to the waiter. And tip him an extra twenty five gold pieces. I'm curious of like uh, 50, 50, of 50. handing handing a bill and you're stacking metal onto like a fucking table. That seems very strange to me. Mm-hmm. Just as has a, a bowl. I also don't understand like like to anyone who listens to this like in Britain or other countries, it's not Americans. Like it's like also like what is the tipping culture like? Like, it's like oh, yeah. you know, it's like I know. Like, yeah, we'll tip him fifty on the A fifty. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> he brings out a. It's uh, a horrible. T- a but fifty gold pieces is, is gratuities probably included already at yeah. this kind of place. Yeah, fifty GP for a waiter. That's like a fucking huge tip. <laughs> that's a pretty big tip. It's insane. Uh, so yeah, so you guys leave. Uh, he hands you the bottle of Chardonnay. It is a fourteen eighty four. Sourced from, uh, goddamn. <laughs> well, while you're looking, sourced from the Red Run region of of Ten Towns. Uh, Grim's gonna see 1484 and be and think um, to himself, uh, "That was a good year, or was it?" No <laughs> recollection of 1484 <laughs> at all. Uh, before we leave, Sir Thrax, sort of grab you know the last glass. Well, we should have had a toast. Uh, our adventures so far, uh, friends, if I can call you that. Uh, My friends, Drax. Yes, well, uh, to our, to ourselves, our brothers, and perhaps others or sisters gathered here tonight in this finery and uh, feast to raise our glasses and give strength to our bonds, forged in battle and tempered by camaraderie. May our, my axe stay sharp and our bellies full, but our enemies always feel full. Cheers, Rex. That was beautiful. Cheers. Cheers, Clinks. Yeah, Way more. A pleasure. Very much more eloquent than I expected from you. You had to do that stuff at the tribe a lot. Yeah, that's what happens when you're part of a tribe. Speaking of, we haven't found anyone too good at anywhere yet. We've got a couple of recruits, but yeah, I haven't seen much in the way of leadership. No. Oh, but then pass it down and leave after we get the bottle. Just wanted to have a toast at the... Yeah. the head day. back to Buskin Arms, head to our rooms, get some rest, plan to head out tomorrow morning. So we're drinking that bottle tonight. Yeah, we're having a hotel party yeah. and then going to bed. Well, more berries identifying items. <laughs> <laughs> Wine and identify... I mean, that Ooh, actually kind of sounds pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's my next character is a sommelier. That's surprising. It hasn't been done before. Yeah. And we'll go to the room and identify and drink the Chardonnay. Alrighty. So, the items. Oh, boy. Uh, the armor. You identify that. It is plus two full plate. Uh, you're not affected by cold weather. And it has that lifelink ability. However, there is something that you can't identify about it. Because it is not magical. Oh, it might be cursed or something? What's the life thing? It's like chartling? Uh, it's the ability where you can share the life pool total with someone near you. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that ability in the fight. Cool. It's great sword, anything? Great swords are plus one great swords. And once per day, it grants you an extra attack. What? But there's also, again, Something that you can't quite put your finger on. <laughs> the Charlotte is cursed. It's been apparent for a while. Uh, the Any amulet? Jewelry. Yeah, amulet and the two rings. Amulet had the broken crown symbol on it. And the two rings, one is green, one is red. Yes. Or red jewel, green jewel. The amulet is... Okay. Uh... The amulet uh, is basically an amulet of protection, plus one AC. No curse on it? No curse on it? That seems normal. 
give that to the pilgrim. Uh, the red ring is a ring of growth. It allows you to enlarge once per day. Beautiful. All right. And the green? And the green one is a ring of warmth. Jesus and that base ring of warmth is basically uh, the same thing as the boots that the pilgrim has. It makes you immune to the effects of cold. Resistance to cold or no? No. No. Just, 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 the just weather. Of, just the weather, yes. Got it. It keeps you warm. Cool. That's a lot of fucking loot. Yeah, guys, good news and bad news. Uh, plate mail, a great sword, anything with the shardlin is cursed as expected. Um, but How yeah. bad? Uh, I mean, it's a dice roll. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, you saw what happened to Skid and I, you know. Uh, oh, that's some, true. Some evil energies can reside in things. Uh, but yeah, the, the sword could be up your alley, but it's certainly a gamble, my friend. I wouldn't want anything to happen to you. Uh, but yeah, we got uh, the two rings here. One of them can make you grow like the Duergar. The other one uh, keeps you warm. Still useful though, and then the uh, amulet here might be the best. That's a uh, amulet of protection, uh, make you a little harder to hit. But yeah, we should split these up if anyone wants uh, or thinks someone is best for them. I want, I would love to see Skid have the grow, be a large <laughs> goblin. I'll have give the smallest creature the amulet of growth. I feel like you getting even bigger would be pretty good. Growth. Exactly. I Ring almost feel like growth. it'd be better to do it to you, so you just get bigger. And I honestly have enlarged, so we can make you get even bigger. I you am grow and then grow again. Very curious, kid. <laughs> when you turn into <laughs> I don't think it stacks like that. some sort of beast, <laughs> beast. Yeah. would you still be able to use the Ring of Growth? Oh, would it still make you... Could yeah. you be a bigger beast? Skid's eyes get wide. Oh, shit. I don't know. Imagine that. I don't know if it stacks. But you're already, you, you know, you, you turn into some sort of giant, evil, dire wolf. Maybe a, a wolf that can blow cold air on everyone. But then you get double the size of that wolf. And you'll just crush everything. It could work. Yeah. It could fucking work. Just a thought. We can try it. Let's try it. I, but I don't want to take I feel like I have a lot of stuff already. No, no, no. Does anybody want it's dibs on this stuff? What you got? What you already using? Uh, I got some good stuff. It's really good. Um, I have that pearl of power. That's the one big thing that I took from the group. Um, other than that, just the stones. Like you guys have the irons. No. That's it. No, we're already drinking this bottle of Chardonnay. Having a good time tonight. Does anybody have any confessions to make? Awfully pointed question. Did he do something? Did I do something? Or did I do all the things? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. It's Ricky Steele, baby. Confession. Hmm. I can't think of anything right now, but I'm going to start thinking about stuff I could confess. I don't know, though. I, I ate a baby. A baby, uh, oh, new to once. Baby Newt? Yes. Shit, I thought you could say something else, man. That's kind of gross. But, uh, I was tinier. I didn't know what was happening. Someone dared me to do it in the tribe. I hate it. 
I felt bad about it. Any other confessions? I've got I've got one for all of you. Let's hear it. My name isn't Ricky Steele. It's Ricardo. <laughs> Flutter Steele. Ricardo. The second. Flutter Steele. The second. Yeah, that's a, a first then. You were a royalty or something? A second? No, 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 no. no. It was just my father. Are they from Bryn Chandir? They're from nowhere now, because they're dead. Pilgrim's just looking down at the ground, kind of twiddling his thumbs a little bit as Ricky's explaining all this. Uh, Interesting. Where'd they die? Breakfast wine, please. A cove of Riesling. He's a Chardonnay, you fool. Chardonnay. <laughs> give him the wine, give him the wine. I want to hear more. I want to hear more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cup. Yeah, have a, a bunch of this. Uh, yeah, I remember you uh, mentioning uh, something about this, uh, you know. I said we'd get back to it. I'm happy you're uh, smelling the bees. I'm smelling what the bees needs. Ricky Steele has been all about the town. Everywhere. Bryn Chandir. Great times. But your dad, your dad died and Roland raised you, right? Uh, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still down the cup and just pass the fuck out on the ground immediately? Ricardo, flat as steel, a second. What the fuck? Do you wish for this one to illuminate that a little bit more? Or do you want to hear it straight, straight from Ricky? I like illuminate. This one is sure that he was trying to get this out. Yeah, I want to hear, but uh, I'm not good at uh, fibbing, so uh, we're going to be straight with him when he wakes up that he it's told not us, a right? Fib. I just don't, I can't lie very well. I'd love to. You could go on here. Ricky's mother is, uh, well, the leader of uh, the Tiger Clan, the Tiger Tribe. What? Skid tenses. What? His mother. Mm hmm. The Tiger Tribe? And, well, she's, uh, she's out there. And. She definitely has had more of an influence on Ricky's past than Ricky would like to admit. Uh, that's what Roland told this one and Ricky. And uh, I'm sure someday we'll run into Bjorn Hild, as her name is. Is he in the Tiger Tribe? No. Ricky is who Ricky is. As far as this one knows. That's interesting. Our paths would cross. At least with that tribe once again in this way. He's the son of the leader of the Tiger Tribe. So oh, y'all uh, know that tribe. What? Or whatever he wants to be. That tribe's known for killing many people. Quite brutal. He's strong. It's a strong tribe. We've lost many to that tribe. How many tribes are there out there? You move, Tiger? Four big ones. Yeah, four big ones. What are the other two? Bear, Tiger, Wolf, and... Antlers. Stag. <laughs> What's the fourth one? Is it elk? Uh, elk. Tribe. And I won't lie to you, the wolf tribe's the smallest. No proper leader. That's what me and Drax are out here doing. Getting members, looking for leadership. We, we left as a... As, I think you would call it a delegation. What do we have? We have like our group, but then... 
there's this real sick fucker who claims that he's the leader and he's bad news in the wolf tribe. Now we left to find someone to replace him. Someone better. Haven't found shit yet. Nothing. Some candidates, though. Well, I heard y'all mention that, uh, who knows, you know, we keep getting a bit stronger. Maybe one of y'all could be be the right fit, you know? Well, I don't know about us. I don't know about that. Elk was the last one, yes. Elk. Oh, it's Elk Tribe, that's what it is. I can't believe this about Ricky. Um. Do you want us to tell him we know it in the morning? Yes, we'll let him know that, that we, that I, that this one divulged his secret. Um, Grim's kind of holding the bottle of wine and, and like looking at that year and he's gonna say this doesn't bother this one at all but uh, this one's completely honest when when this one says uh, this one remembers nothing before meeting any of you like the day before nothing this one's positive that this one was walking the paths in one way or the other but doesn't concern this one but some others might find it odd yeah, it bakes my noodle. Uh, I can't seem to forget it, uh, especially with our symbols looking similar. You know, I, I can't. I can't seem to let go of it mentally. Uh, there's, I don't know. I understand that you just put it behind you, but it's prickly. Do you ever hear about those houses with all the books? Libraries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, and yeah, in Bryn, if you remember, I checked out an archive, I believe, and. I checked it out. There was nothing on the paths. Maybe you can look more if, it's, if it begs a noodle. I will. I'll keep looking. Because I was really interested in the past, too, especially meeting you at first. And then as it's been going on and on, I'm, I, I, I think about it a lot. Because sometimes it's, it sounds profound. And sometimes it sounds like it's always the same, you know, to walk in the path. And, uh, but it, it, it makes me feel something inside. Like when we were tracking the wolves, I felt it like it was, that was the path. And, I, and maybe that's what it is. Or maybe it's just meant to make you think like this. I don't know. Um, Speaking of thinking like this, I don't really remember much either. What, when? When, when did that happen? Right. And Thrax pulls out in fabric that piece of metal and he goes, Right. I crashed in something. I don't remember, but uh, this was a part of it. I, I remember it like yesterday, at least that much, but before that I don't remember. I was gone for some time, but then I came back to the tribe and I saw how things went and I pretend to remember more than I really do. But what are you talking about, Tanks? What are you talking about? It's somewhere out there, in the middle of nowhere, where I, something, is. From the, from the sky? I don't remember. It's a, a large crash and then nothing. Well, nothing before, but I ran away. Have we ever seen the metal that's in his hand? We found it yeah. somewhere. Yeah, like you've seen it. We've yeah. seen it. Have we ever tried to identify it? 
I don't know if we have. I think I think we did, and we said it's not of this world. Yes, I think that's yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but I I put it out there and go. I had a dream about it the other night. I was gonna tell Skid. Didn't have time. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Well, the time I'm when scared. I left. The time when I left for a little bit. Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't remember anything from before it. But do you remember when we were kids together? No. Like tears kind of well up in this kid's eyes. You don't remember that? Mm, not really. Bits and pieces told to me. What was the dream, buddy? Mm, lights, weird rooms, creatures. That's all, really. A huge explosion and a crash. I think it's the same one I experienced. They say the paths are walked in pairs. Loneliness is not a welcome ally. Well, maybe and, you were on that. Well, this one is saying that amnesia maybe has friends. Or finds comfort in friends. Could it be uh, the uh, place the White Wolves went? They crashed down thousands of years ago. That netherized enclave. Giants thing, no. I remember hearing about that. Super old, crashed down. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. No, nothing that. crashed down. Oh no. No. I don't I remember. They're just in a giant's palace. Oh, that really crashed down. The necropolis. No. Huh. No, this has been there. I don't think so. I know exactly where this is. You know exactly where it is? Yes. Where is it? What the f- What the fuck's going on? Where is it? Uh. I can't fucking believe uh. this rack. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 2, page 132. Yeah. I know. It's fans of Rare Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Rare Discord and talk with other listeners and the Rare crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RareRatStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. All right, so Thrax, you uh, you do remember your childhood and, and everything. Um, this event that you are slightly remembering. Uh, He's had a lot of wine tonight. Happened, know, it, was a, it was a long pairing. Yeah. Rory, I remember our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, so this, this event happened within the past six months. Okay. And so... That's, that's, that's kind of... And I just don't remember. There's a gap of, in your memory okay. that's unexplainable. And he knows the location. But he does, yeah. He does remember the location because that's where he came to. And he was like, what the hell am I doing here? And, and just for <laughs> clarification, I, I got this before the campaign started. <coughs> so it's been a while. Yes. This one's curious. When you came to, what were you wearing? 
Oh, uh, you're wearing a white, almost robish kind of thing. It was a... A white robe kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like a hospital patient. Oh. It was very cold. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, yeah, you remember, uh, since you were in that area, you remember uh, making your way to East Haven. Uh, but where this lies is in the spine of the world. I could take us, but what we would find there, I do not know. It seems worth checking out. If you, if you were to, if you were to look at the the map that you got from the Durgar, you would know it is from the mountains north of Sunblight. Uh, like kind of at the foot of the mountains over there. Fuck. Is it possible our uh, friendly Bolton friends are heading in that direction? They said it wouldn't be ready for months. Oh, and damn. Freaking Thrax is some freaking, I don't know. Ricky, some freaking tiger tribe. Uh, shut the fuck up, I'm drawing to sleep. Sleep! <laughs> yes, and the weight of the tiger tribe is they. When you say wolves pray here, they kind of laugh at you and they're like, we pray on you. <laughs> we'll see, DM, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Like a shot. <laughs> so is that like your rival tribe? Is that how that is? It's not. It, okay, Barry. There's no rivals. We're like the putzes. We're the fourth place. Okay. There's no rivals. Everyone looks down on us. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, but not for long. We're gonna change that. You're already part of the wolf tribe. All, all of you are. We're increasing our numbers every day. Yeah, they're, they're part of the wolf tribe. Per se. Exactly. Yeah. Still counts. Do they have keys? I have the keys for all of them, so yes. Ah, okay. Actually, that's a good point. Here you go, guys. Here's the key to Deneb's rest. I'll hand out three keys. To Barry. <laughs> all three keys to Barry. <laughs> to Barry Grimm and uh, Sleeping Ricky. Stuff it in his pocket. Try. Put it in his pocket. Put it in his pocket. This will ensure that uh, a lot of good mead from good mead comes your way. Thanks, Grim. We're all done with this bottle of Chardonnay. Should we spin it on the ground? Uh, oh. <laughs> good night, Drax! Yeah. Pilgrim goes out and lays in the hallway and falls asleep in the hallway. Go to sleep, get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> what? I just wanted to spin it. You guys go to bed. I'm, uh, before I crash again, I'm I'm uh, going to just do a bit of work on uh, my left thigh. I have a piece uh, of the pilgrim of his face with the top of the head like unraveling with like some pads and stuff. Mm-hmm. I sketched out the base of it yeah. last time, so I'm going to start inking. Start inking. Start inking. Like inking doing that. the outlines. Exactly doing the outlines. Except they're exactly. Oh, roll d100 with advantage since you have basically what since you're... you've been drinking. Well, he's also looking straight at like you know he can look at he has a reference piece 34 34 the line works a little shaky you're yeah. a little drunk yeah that's that checks out yep. how is the tattoo looking overall I, I think he's only doing the line work so yeah. it's like not it's not fleshed out okay yeah yeah I did the like purple under drawing but did that come off in the the bats oh man I guess that's true I guess you have a piece of paper that you could just reapply it with it's yeah. not a big deal yeah and also pilgrim passed out so maybe I could <laughs> look at him like 
Yeah, sorry. Just one second, buddy. I like turn, try to turn his <laughs> turn his head, and then like look at his, do a little like <laughs> so a little drawing so of him. The weirdest evening of all time. <laughs> all right, you guys go to bed, and you wake up in the morning. Cool. Um, wake up in the morning. Mm. Yeah, it's uneventful. Uh, you guys have normal sleeps. Hello, everyone. Yes. Good morning. I was. How was the rest of last night? This one told them about your mother. You fucking what? <laughs> we, we know who you are, Ricky Steele. No, you know who his mother is. Ricky Steele is Ricky Steele. Yes, you already knew who I was, you idiot. Yeah, what? nothing changed in our mind, buddy. You're still, we still love you. We're 100% on that. No one has any other differing opinions about <laughs> Ricky Steele. Skid's just narrow eyes staring at him. Well, we don't know if we can trust you fully. You might be getting information. You've never been able to trust me fully. Are you a member of the Target Tribe? No. Prove it. (laughs) How? Let's... Thrax, look at him. I'm imagining Ricky Steele's a pretty slender dude. He's very slender. You've seen what he deals with a sword? Thrax He's goes up and It's the Ren and Stimpy Spongebob kind of lens. Like, like pick <laughs> up your arm to like, yeah, I guess you're right, Pilgrim. Please. Mm. Yeah, not tribal arms. Well, like, what would happen if you saw her? Would she be happy mad? Would you be happy mad? What do you mean? I will feel do you guys like each other? Are you enemies? Are you friends? Do you Skid, love her? Skid. Skid, this one thinks that that might be prying a little bit. I don't think Ricky... This one doesn't think that Ricky knows. I know you don't have a family, Grim. I know that. But I do. And they've been cut down by those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's Ricky's fault. But you don't have any connections to anybody. Skid. I'm not saying that to be mean. Skid, keep your mouth fucking shut if anyone else knew... In any of the ten towns of my blood relations, I would be murdered on sight. <coughs> okay. They mean the pride. I think it's fine in pride. I was wondering, too. There will come a day. Maybe. Well, we might meet my mother together. Well, you might have to take us to meet her. When it happens, I'm going to rely on all of you to help me. Do what needs to be done. Well, oh. what Barry said is right. Breakfast wine. You're good in our book. Yes, all, all the breakfast wine, please. Here we go, breakfast wine all around. What mm-hmm. else happened after I passed out last night? Nothing. It's Hermelaine. <laughs> all right, good to know. Let's drink this breakfast wine and get on our way. Are we winting in the... Um, the axe beaks or whatever, we're buying some. Um, I'm not sure, but before we leave, one of you guys gotta check this out. We never read it. Uh, the little, the little squigglies that the uh, Darth had. I'll hand off that unread uh, letter that we found on Darth's body. Yeah, you uh, open it up and it's written in Dwarvish. And Thrax is the only person able to read Dwarvish. <laughs> Thrax, can you read this? <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. I d- can't read much in common, though. English. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you read the letter, and the letter says, Father, Nildar is dead. Father. We'll skip ahead of Thrax reading the letter. <laughs> Father. Yeah, it's spoken at a, an eighth of the time I'm speaking yeah. at. Yeah. Father, Nildar is dead, but my work continues unabated. 
found an enormous amount of Shardlin under Targos should be enough to fuel the beast. What does the beast mean? Must be a hungry child, perhaps a large Duraga. What kind of child do you know eats Shadlin? Strange new metal. <laughs> All we know is that we slowed him down, right? A huge deposit that they won't be able to get to. Who knows what secrets lie underneath the earth? Uh, could be some crazy rock-eating creature. A Zorn. What is a Zorn? I don't know. <laughs> if we depart, are we comfortable with that mine still being available to the Derogar to feed this beast they speak of? Or are all of you comfortable enough with how we left it? I mean, considering the thunder flare that Barry and I set off, I would say that that mine would be inexcavable. Excavable. Ex- ex- for at least three weeks. Do we come back then? Or do we excavate it ourselves, paying someone? No. No, we don't excavate it. We'll just flood it and freeze it, if anything. But I think that'll take a time, take an extra day. Ricky said it's good for a little bit. Maybe we see it on the way back. And we spend a day, we create water all over that motherfucker. You would freeze know, it in. This you, would one know, agrees. you would know that this thing collapsed, like it collapsed in on itself. Um, it's pretty stoutly. And, and with the... Yeah, s- what they do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So... With that letter, it'd be safe to assume that no one knows about this. Right. Because he never but, got the letter but off. But they, they could. I mean, if, right. they don't, if he doesn't right. hear from them for a while is what I'm thinking, then they might send in a crew and then they could find it all over again. At the end I think of the day, coming back, I like right. Crass's idea of just doubling back yeah. around. Same. And yeah. Head to turn. Uh, is it Tremoline? Sorry. Yeah. Tremoline. But I will, also, yeah, I will also say that with the amount of snowfall here, the entrance of that, you wouldn't even know it was there after like three days. You know what they say, Jesse? Never trust a Dwergar as far as you can. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pinch right. their butt. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Sir Lauren was such a good boy. At the end of the day, it's there. Yeah, but you can choose to go back and do it or not. Yeah, don't not go back. Like, not yeah. like these fascist nationalist um, Dwergar. We're going to get ready and uh, we're going to head north along that route towards Tremoline. Before think, uh, we leave, yeah, I was gonna we'll say, uh, go to grab Justin's. some fishing line. Oh. Where'd you say, TJ? Chestons, the guy with the two axe beaks, buy some sickly axe beaks and rent to the other ones. They're 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 not sickly. They're very normal. Where'd axe you beak. get that from? I think, <laughs> I think you guys suggested as a joke that they were sickly. Why they, they were selling cheap. two for some? Uh, because they well, were so it's like uh, so there is the the main uh, purveyors of of axe beaks. Um, that's the North Runners. Uh, they they are the people that basically run all the run all the uh, rentals. But uh, Triglio, the general store, um, they have two for sale that they had gotten in, in some trade. So they put that in the paper. So these are um, basically like not not being sold by the major Chocobo Corporation. <laughs> yeah. Drax, if you buy them, you got to take care of them. You got to feed them. You got to take them out at night. Whoa, whoa, that's a lot of work. Yeah, but you said you wanted them. Well, I want an axe beak, not these two axe beaks. Well, you have to take care of your axe beak if you get it. Fine. Uh, it looks to me like they might be a bonded pair. And we're just getting these two. The other ones are too expensive. Well, I'm going to steal the two clock. Okay, go ahead. We'll maybe see you maybe I'll the... steal two clock on one of these axe beaks. <laughs> Do you have a plan? 
go in there, threaten to cut the guy's head off, take it. You do remember that two cluckers at Bryn Shandir? Of course I do. Because it could have been rented out and now it might be someone else. Yes. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Your plan has a lot of holes in it. Are we going to buy these two? Thanks, Ricardo. Oh, You call me Ricky. Thrax. We'll buy some fishing supplies. Um, do you guys want to buy these axe beaks? We'll roll with them. Might lose them eventually. I mean, I'm, I'm okay either with them or without them. It's 90 gold for two. Good to sell anyways. Pretty good. We can let yeah. them free if we don't need them anymore. Yeah, they'll just always be left to fucking park them and shit, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. Um, park. <laughs> yeah, you know. Where are those adventurers? I'd like to it's play like, over uh, by those two It's like the horse isn't red dead. You can yeah. just leave them at the general store. And I can ride on one of those? Yeah. Can, okay. Yeah, you have. Cool. Right. On the chonkiest one we could find. Yeah. yeah. The, one, like the one with the, the, yeah, the, the thickest, oh. most miserable. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the thickest thunders died. Chocobo. Yeah. 500 pounds. A fishing. Yeah. Uh, well, go. Barry, what do you want? You were the one who wanted to fish. What, yeah. what were you looking for? Go check it out. Right. Yeah, I just want some high tensile, thick line that won't snap, and uh, some extra line in case it does. You want a pole? Yeah, you go to. Uh, oh, yeah, I get. Uh, we go to the Fishiest Fishery, is the name of the place. <laughs> and uh, they sell very. They sell any, everything ranging from common uh, fishing items to exquisite fishing items. They have everything. This is, this is the haven of fishermen. Excellent, uh. You got a fine uh, place here. Uh, you got anything not too fancy, a regular fishing rod and uh, some high-strength line and some extra line? Hey there, thanks. Yeah, of course I have a uh, fishing pole and fishing line. I'll sell you it to you for five gold. Oh, beautiful. And I uh, hold up the hook. Will it uh, fit this? And I show him, like, the hole or whatever. Well, all you got to do is tie the string right through that hole, and, uh, yeah, well, the, the, that's how hooks work. Well, that's just peachy. <laughs> but this line doesn't work for those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that hook? You need this yeah. line Yeah, just tries to sell you something one. even worse. I didn't know you had one of those hooks. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the pole here... <laughs> the pole here is uh, because it's, like, not a common pole. These are very nice poles, so it's, like, it's a it's good uh, fishing pole, and I'll say it gives you a plus one to fishing. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. All right. Throw on the gold. What is it? Five. Five, Five gold, yeah. Jesus. I got you. All right, cool. I'm, I would like to also buy a string here, if they have any metal string. Hey, man, yeah, we got metal string. It's right over there in that uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, aisle. Mm-hmm. Aisle four. All right. I need it in four different strengths. I'll buy four different strengths of metal string so I can restring my instruments when I need to. Ooh. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, guitar and bass strings cost more than fishing line, so uh, 12 gold. Right, minus twelve gold to party funds. Real quickly, I want to complain that the bass strings cost a yeah. lot more. Yeah, the bass strings are so expensive. expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're stupid expensive. About five uh, times more. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like it is I've, insane. I I don't play the stringed instruments, but I do play reeded instruments. And in real life, uh, like single reed instruments, reeds are like ten dollars a pop. Double reeds, like bassoons, are like eighty dollars a Ugh. pop. Like, yeah, mine are about fifty. Yeah, it's fucking oh insane for good, good quality. Our strings are so cheap compared I to know. <laughs> I know. That's why I was upset. <laughs> well, also, if a bass string snaps, you could kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
Boom. <laughs> Final um, destination style. Oh God. When, yeah. So you have uh, you have very nice strings. These are these are nice. When Skid's getting the money, Thrax bends down, goes, uh, Skid, should I tell Ricardo my real name since we know his? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys buy your uh, your fishing gear, etc. And uh, you guys are, are you guys buying the the X Peaks or are you? Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you walk over to Triglio. Uh, and, Justin and, and is there. Says Justin has yes, Justin is the uh, the. Ninety goats, sight unseen, handshake. Yeah, handshake. Ding. Hey man, how you doing? Here's uh, oh, here's you want the X Peaks? Yeah, here you here's go. Ninety goat. Cheers, cool. cheers, Thank cheers. You. Have a good day. Thank you. Or do does it come with feed for them? Nope, you gotta buy that yourself. See you later. <laughs> Damn it, I shouldn't have said so, I don't see He got me oh. It's been extra 10 gold for provisions And mount and uh, saddles It's and got it's got barding already and cool, all that cool, stuff cool, cool. And the birds look okay, right? They just, yeah, these, okay. yeah they just, he just happened to get two axe beaks In a trade for the trading goods Good, Beauty. now let's take these beasts That can go at high speeds at a walking pace Because we only have two of them Let's hit the road Can we rent some? Or at least it's cheaper to rent three I got 10 into one and then we could all ride. All right, that works yeah, for me. That's a good idea. Now you can turn on one, and then you just have to rent one. No. Because we have three. We'd have three and three riders. Oh, no. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> You're wrong. You'll mind. <laughs> well, I was a small folk. I could ride on with somebody else. It's <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You could do that. But you're also turning into one. That's what I'm saying. I, I fucked up. <laughs> so one couldn't support two uh, humanoids? Two lighter humans? One person. One person each. Got it. It's just I was gonna say if they can support Barry, that's five hundred pounds right there. That equals Ricky and Ricky. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Together. Logically, there might not be room for it though. Yeah, maybe room. Space, yeah. Space, yeah. Space, sure. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ricky and Grim do not equal one Barry. Exactly. Feels a horse, maybe. Not yeah. actually. Totally cool. Dude, Pilgrim weighs three fifty. <laughs> no. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll go rent to Axe Beaks and then we'll head to Tremeline. Okay. Cool. So you have the two Axe Beaks. So are they fifty, uh, right? Uh, 25 each I thought 20 gold is oh no it's 50 gold a piece for axe beaks yeah. 20 gold a purse for dog sleds yes yeah fuck man we gotta buy these mm-hmm. alright so you spend 100 gold and you rent <laughs> or you spend 150 gold I mean, we're renting. spending our blood money so come on we, we only rent no no we're, two, we're yeah we're 207 gold. in all for the day I'm, I, I got them on top of it yeah I know yeah. at least we're putting the money back into the town you know Yes, where it should go. That restaurant is going to put it into the town as well. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they might be using and abusing the kitchen staff, but it's okay. Par for the course for Tin Towns. All right, so you guys head to uh, Tourmaline. Tourmaline. And that is, what, two hours? Yes. So it's a two-hour ride. Uh, once again, it's major city to major city, so... Uh, these roads are a bit more paved, nicer. Um, chilly today? Yes, it is. It's always chilly. Is, um, Imagine it's sometimes brutal, maybe? So it's uh, it's about negative 37, and it's snowing. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a <laughs> yeah, nice day. Exactly. It's snowing. There's, a, there's light snow happening. It's cold as fuck. You know, uh, we never divvied up those items. Uh, somebody could be mighty warm right now with this ring. As this, you know, as the snow is falling on everybody, he's toasty as fuck. He's comfortable as balls. Yeah, uh, a little so bit of sweat in his ball head, <laughs> and calves yeah. off. So is Skid. 
As he, yeah, he's got the shirt. Touches his blue yeah, two of you are like amulet. sweating in your winter gear. As he as he touches the blue amulet, his also hand touches the hand uh, hand carved wooden locket as well. Oh, maybe that amulet goes to the the pilgrim or skid. The protection. Yeah, the one in protection from cold uh, environment. No, the plus one to AC and things. <laughs> yeah, if if you think they should have it or whatever the group thinks, really. We don't have to role play this. We can just decide who gets yeah. what. Skid, you, you want to Skid, take, take the, the enlarged one. You take the amulet of protection or whatever it is. Cool and whoever that. wants the other warm thing can take it. I'll take it. Because that's what we were Ricky. talking about. I'll, when, I'll, take the, I'll, take sure. the ring. I'll take the black ring of warm. Does that put, sound good? You yeah. put that thing on yeah. and you're toasty as fuck. No. Sorry, I'm just trying to expedite. Yeah, yeah no. 100%. I put it on my middle finger. <clears throat> I don't put on any of the Chardolin stuff. Wayne. Are you sure? Oh. Mm. No. You, 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 you no, we should not touch that shit. <laughs> you down the armor and wield both greatswords? Yeah, you should dual wield greatswords. swords. TJ's too scared. When you pick up those greatswords, they're really light. You can hold them with one hand. Ooh. Is that for real? Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. TJ. <laughs> no, that's cool. I don't like doing cool things either, TJ. I play D&D to be conservative and be safe. <laughs> Onto the North Road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head out. Let me pull up my gigantic map here. Uh, Before we get on the paces, should we name these axe beaks that we just bought? No! <laughs> I would recommend not. They might die soon. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, so you guys leave Targos, so you start heading to the east. Uh, you basically follow the coast of Meridualden, and you head northeast towards Tourmaline. As we slow down, you hear Pilgrim say to his axe beak, shh, quiet, drink it. Did you name your axe beak? No. Uh, you know we live in a hazardous profession. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pat this one go, yes, little wing, keep it going. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> to the Nine Hills, I told you both not to. Never mind. Hurry up, dog meat! Hurry up! Dog meat! <laughs> oh, nice. All good names. What was the other name? Dog meat, little wing, and trinket. <clears throat> All good. All right, so you guys head to the north. Uh, it's uh, uneventful. Once again, uneventful. You see the, uh, you see the uh, basically members of the militia of, um, good God, Targus. Uh, they basically go up to the north, and there's that clear split again, like you saw when you were coming from Bryn Chandir. And you see people in liveries of a blue shield with a white fish coming up from the bottom with its mouth open. Like and uh, above the open mouth head of the fish is a large rose pink oval. The oval is a tourmaline, symbolic of the town's gem mining. Termaline is widely regarded as the most picturesque town in Icewind Dale. So as you approach it, it is quite beautiful. Uh, it spreads out from the shore of Melduallen, bore on the north and west by tall pines. Is it uh, made up more of like a wood-based city, stone-based city? Because you were kind of saying that about the other two. Yes, this is, this, is a, this is a wood-based city. Okay. Uh, it's surrounded by pine, so everything's basically made out of pine here. Uh, let me just pop you guys into the city. Oh, so it's some like fancy schmancy Wisconsin Dells bullshit. This is this is a very this is uh, aesthetically the nicest city. 
it's like Aspen or something. There oh. we go. That's yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a better sure. car. It's yeah. more like uh-huh. Switzerland or something. <clears throat> sure. The Alps, you know, old Tudor style. And... We're American here, aren't we? Yeah, right? we're so American, sorry. brother. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we only reference American cities, please. That's right. <laughs> you coming from the south? <laughs> uh, you see on the buildings as you come into from the south uh, to the west of you is Mayor Dualden, the the lake. Uh, there are a lot of piers. You can tell that this is also a fishing-heavy uh, city. But when you come in there, you do feel the ice claws and teeth of the cold wind sweeping down from the north. Uh, Termaline was built in the path of a dreadful gale, and because of the never-ending winter right now, it is freezing. Uh, Pilgrim just wants to look at around the party and ask, are, are we stopping here? <clears throat> Probably best, you know. I I don't know how far, how much further we have to go. It's close. It's only another hour on X-Peak. Well, we can, can hit Lonelywood and then hit Tremlon on the way back. Yeah, yes. we can make it. Can we swing around the city? Absolutely. Uh, just for reference for you guys as you're going through the city, uh, when you're passing by, the buildings incorporate carvings of wizards, homunculi, tigers, and smiling the jinn. What? That's uh, they're just they're carved into like every no, every building sorry. has beautiful he said, carvings. He said wizards, homunculi, tigers, and jinn carved, carved. Oh, yes, carved. In this oh, town. I'm excited. I thought people are just chilling. This is yeah. Monster Town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're stopping yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. We're in um, Monstro Town. From what uh, from what you guys know about the city, uh, in addition to fishers, shipbuilders, and scrimshanders, uh, Termaline is uh, home to miners who harvest gemstones from a cavern complex sent to a low hill north and east of the settlement. Um, their efforts are usually hampered by creatures from the Underdark that occasionally find their way up into the mine. Uh, when creatures like that are discovered, they usually close the mine and hire sellswords or adventurers to clear it out. Hmm. This is a common occurrence uh, in terms of Termine in a nutshell, Friendless 3, Services 2, Comfort 3, so this is a very, this is, this is basically a, a resort town. This is a nice, this is the nicest town. Uh, something you would know here uh, that is kind of uh, different from other towns. Uh, the speaker here, uh, you would know him as Oris Mast- Mastu, uh, and it is a half orc speaker. But you guys are just passing through, and so you ride through town. Uh, people kind of glance away, but nothing. There's no nothing really happens. What was the name again? Uh, Oris, O-A-R-U-S, and then Matthew. So it's Matthew, but there's a S before the first T, or second T. Cool. Got it. So you guys continue on. We'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, the trip now from Termaline to Loneywood is only an hour, so it's a very quick ride. Uh, you guys are on Axe Peaks. <clears throat> and so you continue on. Uh... From what you guys know about Lonelywood, uh, see, it's a quiet town of loggers, fishers, and scrimshanders uh, scratching out a living on the edge of the world. Uh, the town's oldest bu- buildings and docks bear carvings of dragons, lions, and goats that pay deference to the family's crest, which featured a chimera. The original family's the founding. Uh, is founded by the Sembian family. And you said... Um Termalane's like a thousand and Lonelywood's like a hundred? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Population-wise. Yes. Uh, You'd also know that roughly half Lonelywood's able-bodied residents uh, trawl the lake for knucklehead trout, as is pretty fucking common. Um, While most of the others spend their days in the forest felling and hewing the trees that are used to construct boats, buildings, uh, Lonelywood's timber is taken by cart to be sold in other settlements, uh, Termaline and Targos in particular. Uh, Lonelywood also, on the other side, uh, has attracted the region's shadiest element, from unrepentant thieves to cold-hearted killers. Thick forest uh, looming behind it conceals the dark and sordid dealings that sometimes transpire there. Uh, despite attraction to criminals and miscreants, Lonelywood is not a place where folk murder each other in the streets. The realities of survival demand that the residents live and work together and not dwell on history. And a visitor can make many friends there, but it would be wise not to dredge up the dark deeds of anyone's past in this small town. As we approach the town, is there anyone at the gates? Uh, not that they have gates, but... Uh, some... Yes, let me, uh, let me scoot you guys over to Lonelywood. Uh, there are no gates here. You are basically... When you guys are traveling, uh, you can barely see the town when you're coming in. Uh, you actually come in and you reach forests, dense forests. Uh, this is the most densely forested area of all ten towns. Hence the name Lonelywood. Uh, and you guys come in from the southeast part of the city. Uh, you come in, you almost would not even notice this, but then you start to see buildings coming straight out of the, uh, out of, uh, on the road. Uh, when you're in the forest, you start to see buildings. And then in the distance, you see Mary Walden straight ahead on the main path as you're coming west into town. Uh, the buildings are basically built into the tree lines. Uh, there's little sections cut off where every space that is not a road or a house is essentially covered with trees with the exception of the, I don't know, the 50 foot wide shoreline. It's beautiful here. I really like all these trees. Uh, Graham, are you are you gonna want to speak to the speaker? This one thinks that the hunt is more important, personally, and this one thinks that it'd be nice to maybe arrive with the trophy, <clears throat> put you all in good standings. Uh, this one has heard that Lonelywood has some characters of mm, disreputable natures here, so. Doing them a favor might put us immediately in good standing rather than risking any time here. Well, I knew what we were doing today, so I prepared a spell just for fucking today. Just for Lonelywood. So if that's the case, we can get right out to it. But it's all up to you guys. That's what I'm saying. We've wanted to hunt this thing for such a long time. We're all ready. We have these axe beaks. Why don't we just keep riding? I don't know if these axe beaks are going to be good in the... Are thick, they, they choking? The, they... the thick of the woods. Tracks. Oh, okay. As a... You know, maybe it gets denser. Maybe we leave them behind and go on foot. Well, if we can get to a spot where we think we might be within five miles of our quarry, I'll be able to find it, not a direction, and a distance. Is there a place in town we could, uh... God, I always forget that word where you put up a horse. Bridled him. Yeah, yeah, where we could bridle our axe beaks. Uh, yes, there definitely is. I would say you could probably do it at uh the you could either do it at the ramshackle, which is a closed inn, or there's also the lucky liar, which is a tavern. The inn. So you guys, uh, you want to do the inn? 
Yeah, it's definitely the most popular place. Alrighty. So, uh, when you... Well, the inn is not popular. As uh, as you approach it, you realize that it is closed. Cool. So the inn is uh, closed. Uh, you, When you look in the windows, you see a bunch of lumber in there. So it looks like it's lumber storage. Um, There's out of the place, the liar, right? Let's go look for that. Go look so, for another yeah, place, any place where there are a group of civilians. We so just the, wanna... the ramshackle is along the uh, southernmost part uh, of the southern forest. Uh, but, uh, if you're walking up the main main road th- into the city. So on the western part, uh, right by the uh, lake, at the end of the uh, the woods, is where you'll find ramshackle. And then the lucky liar, if you, so let's say you ask it to random townsfolk, uh, it points you in the direction of the northernmost part of town. Uh, right near the last pier on the northernmost part of Lonelywood is the Lucky Liar. Well, I'll uh, head there. And I uh, will walk in, you know, not brashly at all, but not quietly. Yeah, you uh, stable up the uh, axe beaks, and you walk in. Uh, it's a small tavern. Uh, you see... A couple of gruff dudes, they look like woodcutters, wearing basically lumberjack clothes. Uh, and fishermen, uh, they're kind of sitting at different tables, drinking, just kind of hanging out. Uh, they're a little bit drunk. Uh, you can tell that people like to drink here a decent amount. And behind the bar, you see a human who has raven-colored hair that goes down to his shoulders. Pointy nose. And otherwise, a just a guy, a human guy. Oh, hello. How are you, bartender? Proprietor? Oh, sorry, it's a girl, sorry. What should I call you? The name's Danny. Danny. Me and my compatriots here are looking for a room for the night. And maybe some information about this so-called dead moose. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's... The creature that's uh, tormenting Lonelywood. Uh, yeah, before before you tell us, here's five gold pieces. Just get everybody in the bar around and uh, take the rest as a tip for yourself. Yeah, she rings a bell behind her. Drinks on these guys. Smooth move. Where did you learn that? It, you know, you ask a question, it's good to give some gold. So she'll step away for a moment, pour a bunch of beers, um, hand you guys all around. All right, well, uh, the moose... Uh, it's a the dreaded white moose. Uh, it attacks loggers, trappers on sight. Uh, town's best hunters can't seem to catch or kill it. Uh, but they're, uh, they're it, it doesn't. It doesn't come into town. Yeah, where uh, is it? No, where it, it, sticks it, seen? The, it sticks to the forest. Um, it's usually seen by loggers uh, if any escape. That's uh, that's what they say. Is it is it more northern woods, more western woods, more more south, southern woods? It's been seen in all the woods. That's fucked. Fuck. Do you know what it looks like? How big it is? How many legs it has? Well, it's a giant white moose. It's got four legs, just like every other moose. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't mind if we had some of your clientele, would you? No, talk to talk to all of them. Okay, cool. Thank you. Ah, uh, was there was there rooms here? We noticed the the shackle was closed. Uh, no, there's no rooms here, but, uh, 
If you go talk to Speaker uh, Nimsy, uh, she uh, she allows people to stay, I believe, in her attic. Um, she has a heated attic that she lets people stay there since there's no there's no place to stay. Uh, the, the I mean the the ramshackle closed. Uh, the Groots he hung himself in the common room two years ago and no one's actually. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, um, oh okay. Sad. But uh, I also have heard that, uh, you know, Nemzi's trying to sell that place. Get someone else to Point. own it. There's yeah, no rooms here. Then where do you stay? I stay in my room here. Interesting. So no rooms, but you have a room. <laughs> yes, this is my house, which is also the bar. Hmm. One would think that... No rooms mean there is one room available. Your room. Yes, and that is for me and myself. Oh, maybe you yourself and another for a night. Well, it's Ooh. nice to meet you, person whose name I don't even know. Ricky. Ricky Steele. Pleasure. It's a very forward uh, offer you've made me, but I will have to decline. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for the biz and for, for the... Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I work in a town full of lumberjacks and fishermen. It's nothing new. Make sure you take the rest of that as a tip, you run. Um. So, Skip. What? For example. Yeah? What I just did. Yeah? Never do that with me. Uh. Not me. Other me. May. What's her name? Oh, me. He speaks of me. Okay. The crush. Okay. 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 No, okay. This okay. one was also very confused, but Ricky speaks in truth. This caustic as they yeah. may be. Yeah. No. True. You could be uh, a way to learn by what not to do. Yes. Don't follow my example. Yeah. Ever. Almost yeah. ever. But sometimes yes. Um. Do you want to just quickly ask these people real quick if they've seen the moose any particular places in the wood, and then maybe head out and then start looking for it. Or if there's some sort of moose uh, lure we need. Or if Grim wants to talk to the pilgrim, to the keeper. That's the only other thing. You mean the speaker of this town? The speaker. Yeah, the speaker. Speaker keeper. Speaker keeper of this town. Eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize, let's go. Uh, Can we just ask some of the old timers that we see in the bar? Hey, have you seen this moose anywhere? Have you seen it in any particular spots more than once? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the loggers, they say in general. Um, Do you see it more often at night or in the day? There's like, Stuff like that. There's What's, no real time pattern. Um, it does interrupt a lot of the loggings, logging and uh, trapping uh, activity. Basically, anything that happens in the forest, it comes to basically stop them. Mm. Um I guess it's, then we would ask where their most recent or current logging camp is. Most recent was to the northeast forest, right. northeast part of the forest. I think maybe if we go to the logging camp and start knocking down trees, it's going to come to us. So destroy the forest for a bit. Sometimes when you look at it, you, you what did they say? You can't look at one tree. You have to look at the tree line. A forest for the trees. How many, right. how many lives have we sacrificed for Grumps? We can't sacrifice a tree. No, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure I was on the same page. No, you're right, because I don't want to. But this moose is intriguing and apparently terrorizing the town. Yeah, let's go. Let's go kill it. 
All right. You guys want to head to the northeast to the most Logan camp and then start cutting down trees? Let's yeah. do that now. And we'll get our chocobos and fine. try to head uh, northeast into the woods. If the chocobos can't fit, we would just kept keep them in town. Yeah, it'd be difficult to ride yeah. through. Then we would probably just, we would probably just walk. I'd say Skin Thrax would be leading. And just heading northeast into the woods. All right. Uh, um, get our crampons and snowshoes on. Offer the white wolf pelts to any party member who wants them. And uh, move forward. All right. So you guys head into the woods. Uh, you probably walk about 20, 25 minutes. And you see a large clearing, which is the trap or the uh, loggers. Uh, one of the loggers' primary spots. Does it look like fucked up or anything? Uh, do you see? No, you see a bunch of uh, oh, uh, cut down trees, stumps. No one's there, though. No one's there. <clears throat> if we start chopping, I could cast that spell, and I would know how far the thing away was, or if it was close. I'll go. I'll go grab if there's an axe out there. If it's like abandoned, you know, like people were here and left it as is. Are you wanna, yeah, there's, you want to you want to grab an axe that's like in a tree stump. Yeah, it's yeah, obviously yeah. in a tree stump. Yeah, there's there's yeah. some woodcutting tools here. I just come over. All right, should I just knock a tree down then? Yeah, start cutting. Go and start hacking at a tree. And then, um, if he started, I would I would ritual cast for the next ten minutes to spell. All right, and what's the spell? Um, locate animals or plants. So after the ten minutes, it would go off, and it's uh, describe or name a specific kind of beast or plant. Con- concentrate on the voice of nature and your surroundings. You learn the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles if they are present. So I would describe an albino moose. Um, so after 10 minutes of, of hacking at the tree, they would go off. I don't know if anybody else wanted to do anything in the interim, but that's what Skid would be doing. Just take a bit of uh, fur out of like a, a dog, a hound, and, and spend some time doing that. As Thrax is chopping this down, he's going to be like, Do you think this... Uh thing might be a spirit of the trees just pissed that they're cutting them down as I'm <laughs> I don't know maybe interesting thought you had there Thrax yes. and if it is Thrax I should say I'm sorry well maybe you should say I'm sorry every time you chop alright here we go <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't mean to do this. Come out, come out wherever you are. I'm sorry. Thrax, Thrax, Thrax. To, to be honest, it's getting kind of annoying now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ricky. I think uh, it's a, it's a, could have some validity with what he's saying. So maybe uh, we'll just keep our eyes open for if it does have some intentions, rather than just uh, being an animal trying to feed. You know, but it's something. You know, not a bad idea, Thrax. But you stop stop saying that. Uh, of course, I'm sorry, Barry. Uh, I, I do have a light spell. Uh, if you want to draw more attention, I could uh, light things up a little. What do y'all think, Herb? Whatever you want to do. Yeah, all right. I'm going to sit right here on this nice, comfy tree stump. And just look out into the woods at what's going on. All right, well, Skid, you uh, to use that spell. Uh, you sense it to the northeast, about four and a half miles away. Um, sick, super cool. I'll alert everybody. He's come from that direction. 
little over four miles away. Well, I, I don't know for sure, but it feels like it's coming towards us. Should I keep hacking it? Keep hacking. Everybody else, get ready. Think anything clever you can do in the next two minutes to be prepared for this. We want to stay here. Where else will we go? Towards the beast, and Thrax hacks along the ways. You want me to hurt more trees, then? We want its attention. We're on the hunt. All right. You all... I'll be obvious. You all be hidden. And I'll walk through just every tree. You know, if I'm walking close, just swing down, hatch into it. how good hunters operate. Walk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Skid will stay with Thrax, and we'll encourage the others to go on a parallel um, like line as us, but maybe 15 feet over, 20 feet over, so they're not right next to us. Before you guys uh, split from us, I'd say, like, make sure, uh, let's read its intention best we can, you know, just in case this is something more than it seems to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't swing unless swung on. Exactly. If it comes in charge and we hit it, but yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it's some, I don't know, you know, these... Four spirits. Now you got me thinking. I don't know. I think it's gonna come in swinging, Barry. All right, I'm fine with that. Just Be fucking ready. Perhaps should I stop cutting it down and I'll just work on this one tree right here. No, just as we go, hit one. It won't be a lethal blow. Keep True. walking. Hit one. Not a lethal blow. Keep walking. Okay. So you just you just you know pat him on. You know you know kill him. How long does your spell last? Uh, it just happens. So okay. then I just know it's four and a half miles, and then that's it. It's like okay. a ping. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, you learn the direction and distance to the closest creature. It's one action. So I assume it would just be once, and then it's done. All right. But I don't know if we're continuing to go. I would have to burn another second level. So on the first uh, mile, you see basically a brown bear in the distance. Probably gets back against a tree. Just kind of hang it out. It's a bear. Brown bear. And the second uh, mile, you don't see anything. Nothing nothing of anything of note. Oh. Uh, the next one, and the next mile, the third mile, uh, you see three Schwinglas. They kind of just hop around. They kind of like are looking at you. They have a little interest in you guys. Catch oh. them. Play your music. A little party. Oh my god, I see more little buddies. Skittle drop three good berries and say, Get out of here, yeah, guys. There's danger coming. Yeah. There's danger coming. Get out of here. Or throw them in the bag and let's keep going. No! They're our friends. They, they'll pick up the berries, pretend to eat them. Over <laughs> their bellies. So cute. Get out of here. And Skittle give them like, the motion to like go the opposite direction. No, no, no. What if the spirit sees that we're cool with them? What spirit? I don't know, this moose thing. No, okay, okay. They're in danger. Least we could do. Yes, yeah, so they they start they just hop away, like tumbling over each other, basically like uh leapfrogging each other as they go into the forest again. <laughs> They're so fucking cute. Being cute, yeah. Fourth mile, uh you you basically see nothing. And until uh, uh Oh you okay there, brother? Yes. <laughs> Uh, you eventually start to see tracks of a moose. Um, Skid will cast locate animals or plants. This time not as a ritual, and he'll just cast it as an action. Take a little bit of fur out from a 
from a bloodhound and uh, describe the albino moose. No distance and direction in one action. Yeah, it's not too far ahead. Continually in the northeast. It has not moved. So. Quarter mile that way. Um. And then he'll cast Pass Without a Trace. I'm going to drop this axe and use my regular battle axe now. All right, you continue on. Uh, you see the tracks, and they lead to a large circular indentation in a snowy hillside. Rising from the middle of the circle is a triangular gnomon of beautifully carved crystal that stands 20 feet tall. A 10-foot high berm hugging the circle's eastern edge has evergreens growing around and atop of it, sheltering what looks like a sarcophagus buried under snow and enclosed by a half-circle of pale blue crystal pillars. North of the berm is a delicately carved gazebo made of marble, and south of the berm is a row of outward-facing white marble statues atop granite pillars. We just came across like a like a a grove of some sort, or like a. It looks like a tomb. Oh, okay. A clearing with a tomb in it. Yes, but some of the tomb has yes. trees starting <clears throat> over. In a in a gazebo, slightly overgrown. Yes. Okay. Made of marble. Yes, so you guys are coming crystal. up from the south, and you, where you would see kind of an entrance, you see six elevated white marble statues arranged in a line. They depict slender, road figures facing northward. The engraving on their faces has been worn away by the wind, but pointed ears make the statues identifiable as elves. The fuck is this? Some sort of elf thing. Statues kind of create like a, a passageway heading one direction, right? So from like this raised part of the hillside, just east of the door are the statues basically lining. Alright, so door when I say door I mean entrance. Yeah. Yeah, this is a beautiful and uh, ominous. Uh, keep your uh, wits about you. You seem to know much about elf architecture and aesthetics. What do you think, Barry? What is this? Period piece? I think so. I think maybe elves, uh, you know, once uh, once we're here, I don't know if I read about it. Do you recognize the carvings? We didn't buy any wits in town with all that money. DM, would I recognize any uh, the carvings, maybe? Uh, you know them to be elvish. Mm-hmm. Do they seem like old, like almost sylvan elvish, like ancient, or do they feel more, feel more like more modern? Yeah, elves. It's elvish. They're probably a couple thousand years old. Okay. Yeah, old and beautiful. Uh, I, I don't recognize anything specific, though. Hey. Certainly elvish. And where, where the fuck is that moose? And uh, this is interesting. It's just, right now, it doesn't change anything, though. We still gotta find this thing. Yeah. Maybe we can. Continue to the right, past the statues, into the grove. Start moving forward. Sneakily and pass without a trace, so we're not leaving physical tracks. Alright, you, uh, when you approach the, what looks like an entrance, halfway through this small hallway, there is a stone door with no visible handles or hinges. Well, that's right, fact. That is just to your. That's just to your left, right there. Looking straight ahead, 
rising from the center of a circular depression, since you're outside there, there is a triangular crystal gnomon, a device one typically finds in the middle of a sundial. It's thick near the base and narrows to a sharp point at the top. The snow around the gnomon has melted away, revealing a circle of symbols carved in the stone around it. The symbols depict phases of the moon, suggesting that they're that the circular depression is not a sundial, but a moon dial. Something has punched a rough hole in the wall in the northwest edge of the depression, creating a dark opening that leads under the hill. How big is the hole? 10 feet. I don't want to say it, but that could be, that could be it maybe, looking at the hole. Uh, I was gonna say Traveler, uh, you can kind of sense things through surfaces. Uh, you haven't sensed anything through that closed door over there, right? The one with all the handle? Um, Pilgrim will shrug and then put their ear to the ground and listen to the other side of that door. Uh, let's see here. You hear the faint movement of... It's just outside of range, but you do hear the faint movement of... Something clopping. Oh fuck! Something's a clopping. <laughs> what is it? Something's well clopping. So I imagine it's a hooved animal. This one imagines a hooved, hooved animal. Hmm. We find a way through this. Ah! Uh, we, we fit in. Are we gonna go in? Just go in. Well, it's a. There's no handle on that door, right, Jess? Uh, right. But then up ahead in the moon dial moon area, dial. there is a broken wall. Mm-hmm. That is darkness. I, uh... I know a moon spell that I have ready. I cast a moonbeam onto this dial. Or we just go into the scary hole. Or we bash down that handleless door. The door's made of stone. Yeah, it could take a lot of bashing. Yeah. Skid or uh, Ricky, y'all, are either one of y'all good at uh, opening weird doors like this? No, no, no. I, need a, I need a hole, and I know Ricky needs all one right, or two. All right. huh. One or two poles, preferably. Three. Is there anything about this moon dial, uh, the elvish nature about it? Can I read anything about it? I do speak elvish. Uh, a lot of the things here, in terms of anything written, have been worn away from time. Wind and time. I trace my fingers over them. So I walk slowly around this moon dial. I look around, surveying the area full of this so called dread moose. Skid thinks it's clopping below. There's nothing apparently above. There's no clues to this dial per se. Actually, I will look at the moon dial. I will see the uh, the jagged uh, thing that makes the dais, or the uh, pointy part. I look at that and see what phase it falls onto. If like a, a full moon was to be above it, where would its light shine to? Uh, so at the, for the things are, the full moon would be at 12 o'clock. The... Uh, new moon would be at six o'clock. Interesting. All right, fuck it. Everybody, stand back. All right. 
I'm gonna blast this thing with moonlight. Let's do it. We're just looking at it, right? Who gives a shit? Kabamai! <laughs> I'll take some seeds of a uh, moonseed plant and throw it and concentrate and bring a, a moonbeam down from the sky Sick. centered on the uh, moon sphere thing. All right. Uh, uh, you know, it does deal moon damage, but I'm just trying to ex- <laughs> expose it. Nightwolf wins. Uh, I will say that the when the moonbeam comes down, it falls to about uh, let's say between the four and the five. So on the right side and left side of the um, right side and left side, uh, you have your two half half moons, Uh, and then there's one in between each. So you have. A crescent moon, and this is, has the crescent moon on the top side of the circle, and the new part on the bottom side of the circle, and that's where it points. And fuck, ah, the door opens. The door slowly crumble, like slowly shakes, and you hear it slide open. Sick. Oh, fuck, everybody, get ready. Well done, Skid. Everybody, get fucking ready. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, take a defensive posture and wait a moment. We need a fucking cast. Let's see what his attitude is. Uh, nothing comes out as you're waiting there. Barry, can you give us a light? Seems that we need to head in. Yeah, no problem. Uh, cast it on uh, my bracers. A uh, 20 by 20 foot like torchlight uh, comes out. It has like, a slight teal to it. You want to lead the way? Yeah, no problem. Kind of like slowly, gingerly stomp into there. You stomp into the, the room? Yeah, I mean, not like running into there, but leading the way as everyone enters. Yes. But Be- being helming the... All right. Uh, in, a, in a slow exploratory manner. Exactly. Yes. Everyone roll a stealth Light check. coming for me, too. We don't have past the other anymore. Okay. I got a seven. I Ooh. also got a seven. Fifteen. We're clomping around ourselves. Fifteen with disadvantage. I rolled the same number twice. Three. Means... I got a four. Oh, All right. God. <laughs> oh, Three, shit. four, All seven, right. seven, fifteen. Uh, no. How did you get that as a bard? Holy shit. All right. <laughs> I rolled a one. Uh, oh. With the light on, uh, you I- enter the spacious chamber. Uh, and with the light shining on things, you see sleeping forms of foxes, hares, goats, owls, wolf pups. Uh-huh. And young bears. They poke their heads up as you clamor in the door. As the door, one of you hits the door and it smacks against the wooden thing and echoes throughout the chamber. Some of us fart, some of us cough. <laughs> <off. laughs> yeah, it's like a movie theater where it gets silent. Yeah. Quiet, quiet, come on. <laughs> um, and you see the animals wake up startled and they kind of scatter. As you keep, take a couple steps in, in addition to the animals, this area contains three white marble statues of elves 
They're identical to the ones outside, except that the wind has not worn away the detail in their faces, and they don't stand on pillars. All three are facing east towards the nearest wall. I'll take a closer inspection of the east wall. I'm going to check out the elves, too. Uh, as you walk around this uh, circular, like I said, you basically have half of the circle that basically surrounds the sundial. So as you walk around the half circle, you see that hole that you saw from outside. Uh, there's that 10-foot hole that you saw that leads out back to the sundial. And it finishes up to a corner of the room where it thins out. Uh, just south of where the 10-foot hole is is where the one statue is, and there's one to the north and one to the south of it. Interesting. Uh, to your left, as you further into this room, you see a stairway going down to the south with a door. Uh, you see a slight hallway to the, directly to your west. And on your northwest, you see a short hallway and stairs going upwards. We don't hear anything. Do we? You do not. To the elves, uh, does that, do I glean anything about the elves? First of all, does their vibe look chill? Do they look malicious? Do they? Is there any vibe about them now that the, the weather hasn't rubbed so much off of them? Just stern-looking elf faces. Stern-looking elf faces, okay. But not weaponed. They're kind of just no. pointing towards that wall. Yeah, they're all facing east. Oh, Thrax, Thrax bends down to the ground, looks at the, you know, the small animals that have made tracks through here and whatnot. And we'll sort of look around the room. I'm sort of confused. There's a hallway I can look down then. So there's a, the room tapers off. It's like almost like a, uh, took a triangle, but like uh, softened the edges of the triangle. Okay. At the Tip would be the tip of the triangle would be to the west, and it tapers off and hooks to the left. There's a little hallway there, then to the north of that, there's a thinner hallway with stairs going upwards, and then to the south of you, there is a stairway going downwards and a door. So three directions to go. Yes. Uh, go around. Uh, look at Barry and go, Barry. Uh, do you have any sort of dry things, you know, to make your pigment on? chalk-like things. Yeah, what do you need, ink? No, no ink. And as uh, Thrax is bending down, he'll look at, like, the... Because it's cold. I'm going to assume there's snow that's coming here or something like that, but like, looking for tracks you can see that are different than the uh, the cr tiny creatures that were in here. Sort of looking for more large hooves. Or he's, like, going, I don't have a torch that's, I don't know... I got the my bracers are lit up. You can uh, you can see pretty well. I was trying to like put stuff like see if I can throw stuff see if it falls down in certain areas or something. But that's what I'm doing. I can be your light if you need it, or cast light on you. So you're throwing dry yeah. things on the ground. Not right now. I'm just looking at the okay. tracks, seeing if there's any large tracks. I guess. Yeah, you you uh, see there the tracks have gone in every in every one of these hallways at some point today. Gotcha. Uh, I cast my spell one last time. Simplify this. Uh, is to the northwest of you. Sick. I guess I cast my spell northwest and we head in that direction. But also, uh, Skid, roll a perception check. 19. 
from the hallway directly to the west that hooks to to the left, you notice a faint glow. There's some glow into the west. Let's check it out real quick. Then we'll go. Now we know the moose is. Let's go. Let's go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll go check out the glow. All right. You go to check out the glow. You guys check out the glow to the west. So you go down this little hallway. Curves left. Then as you curve there, the underground passage narrows before ending in a wall, which is upon it is uh, mounted an oval mirror, seven feet tall and half as wide, encircled by a decorative stone frame. And because you had cast Moonbeam on the sundial, this thing is glowing, and it's you feel almost like you could attune to this and use it. I try to attune to it. All right, you attuned to it. I spent some time looking at the man, yeah. looking at myself, touching my cheeks, touching my nose, uh, my half-missing ear. You feel you feel like the pull from this mirror. You 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 somehow feel like you know how to use this thing, and what it allows you to do is use it as a crystal ball. So you could scry on whatever you'd like, as long as you have a moonbeam on your on the sundial. <laughs> you guys, look at this shit. Have you ever thought about a dread moose? And then I'll use a crystal ball while thinking of the dread moose. Absolutely. The mirror uh, wavers and has like a shimmering effect to it. Uh, and it shows you a circular chamber that has an int- uh, intricately carved domed ceiling 20 feet high. A beam of light shines down from the top of the dome, illuminating a rectangular stone sarcophagus. Um... Someone has turned this tomb into a living quarters, as evidenced by the rack of drying herbs and unfurled bedroll behind the sarcophagus. Inside there, you see someone who is pale skinned, brown hair, wearing heavy furs, uh, covered from head to toe in leathers and heavy furs. There's no a shrub, an awakened shrub next to her, as well as the dread moose. Oh my fucking god. Would you look at that? This might be the motherfucker that's been turning animals into awakened motherfuckers. This could be the thing. This could be the fucking high level druid that turned the wolves into awakened beasts. It turned the woolly mammoth into awakened beasts. It turned all these things. If it can do that, what can it do to us? What we can do to it. Are they our enemy? Yes. We need to find out. You're not your master. I think you I think you talk to its skin. More respect to you. Whoa, 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 we need to be together, though. We do. Uh, I'll go in there alone if you want, but I... I'll come with, but I was bashing the trees. No, 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 no. We know where it is. We know where the door is. If anybody's got any bright ideas, now's the time to stay them. I don't know. I say we all go in there. And we first try to talk before we just go running, swinging everything. Let's put our item, let's put our weapons away. I thought we met everyone. Well, Grim. All right, overruled. I see. This one believes the d- diplomacy sh- diplomacy should come first, and then violence if necessary. Jay, how how big is this mirror? Is this something <clears throat> you can carry around? Seven foot tall. Oh shit. If you were to examine it a little bit closer, uh, you would see 
stuck. It to is the wall. glued on yeah, with a glue. very powerful substance yeah. that, if you know, is magical. Rope or glue? Do you have? <laughs> um, <laughs> since I uh, since I tuned to it, do I know how many uses I have of it? Would I be able to use it again? You can activate it as many times as you have a moonbeam, as long as it's on the uh, as long as you activate it with the sundial. So currently, right now, uh, multiple times would be able to be used. As long as you have Moonbeam on it, you are able to use it. Skid. What else do you guys want to see? Well, ask about a beast deep in the mountains that requires a certain metal. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Show me a beast in the mountains. That devours Chardolin. That devours Chardolin. Or uses it. Or uses it. Show me what you know of the Chardolin beast. Uh, the mirror twists and warps, and you get nothing. Nothing. What did you ask it for? I wanted to see the Chardolin beast, but I don't think I was strong enough. All right. Well, how about this one? Uh, Papa Sunblight. Um, you remember his name, right? Zordorok Sunblight. Probably going to be the same situation, but we're the peak. Concentrate on Zordorok Sunblight. Uh, once again, the mirror warps, twists, and it fails. Hey, Ricky. What's up? What if we looked to see what your mom was up to? So, so sorry. Put my hand on your shoulder, your short stature. We'll find her in due time. Okay, I'm sorry, bud. It's alright. Um, we're in on that same path, Thrax. Uh, let's look up a saw. The fucking supposed leader of the wolf tribe, that freaking murderer. Let's I, see where he's at. Alright. We'll concentrate on a saw, the uh, fake leader of the wolf tribe. Mia, show us a saw. Alright, sir. And you know him very well, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys know him very well. All right. They've slept together. Yeah. In the so same that room. is a minus five to his roll, <laughs> giving him a negative roll. So he is at minus two with that roll. That does not save. So it does not save. All right. You see... A man... Wrapped in gray furs, sitting on what looks like a stump of wood that has been cut down and just been laid in the snow. Uh, you see a very recognizable background. Uh, this looks like your tribespeople's kind of style of nomadic building and camping. And you see him sitting there, and he is chewing on a cooked leg of animal looks to be like an elk or sorts and he's ripping into it uh, a la Kano from Mortal Kombat when Goro walks into it <laughs> is there a way to see if there are masses around him if he is surrounded by a large number of people you see, or is it just him do you see a, a decent amount of tribes people in the back okay. so he's just fucking doing kick yes. shit uh, since, it, since it's in the Middle of 
Icewind Dale, that's not part of Ten Towns. It, there's nothing really descriptive where he's at. Who the fuck is that? That's a fake leader. He's cruel and evil. He looks like a dick. He's strong and powerful, though. And people follow him out of fear. A pretender? Like a dick. Is that what he is? He's a false pretender. How'd he get well, uh, elected? Violence. And y'all left to find a replacement? Yes. Our group, our family, didn't stick behind him. and The group splintered when he tried to take over. Our sect and many others didn't follow. This one's curious why neither of you. You're both strong, you're both capable. Uh, We are warriors and hunters, we're not leaders. No, we can't lead. What makes a leader? Mm, Strength. Good minds and decision. Yeah, you gotta be smart. You're real smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm not smart enough. Yeah. Makes sense. Both of you are pretty dumb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thanks. I'm here for you. Alright, one more question. Mira. Do you, you guys go- mind if I do one more? A yeah. couple more, actually. I was wondering. You go first. No, no, you go ahead. I'll do it for you. Akai Parker. Parker? My you, dad. You remember? Asai. Yeah, Asai. Whatever why, the fuck why you want. F- no, I can't spy on his dad. Why do you want to spy on his dad? You know, I just want to make sure they're safe for Barry. Barry, uh, is that something you want to do? I'll say, uh, look at Cranberry. You know, see if she had a kid yet. Okay, I'll, I'll look in on uh, Cranberry, Barry's mom, to see if she's healthy and happy with the baby. Yeah, uh, you see her in uh, the familiar kitchen. Uh, she's got one hand on the other side of her belly, and she is looks like cooking up some fish. Shoot, I was hoping for still pregnant. A different scene, you know. Oh no. shit! Do you guys want to Grim? Do you want to check in on Goodmead, or do you want to check in on any of your speaker rivals? This one is not worried about Goodmead nor any other speakers. But thank you. Of course, of course. Wait, wait. What about? <laughs> Who? Yes. That's who you're talking about. The one we just left. Be careful scrying on him. I wouldn't want uh, him to know anything. Wouldn't he just know he's being magically looked at or will he see us? I'm pretty sure he knows he's already being magically looked at. By my twinkling eye. Always. What? What What are you talking about? Me and him had a special talk the other night, you know. No, I I don't know. You didn't tell us you had a special talk. We know that we're always watching each other. In our own special ways. Uh, are you dating the speaker? Skid, check out your last uh, individual that you wish to see. Okay, okay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> you want us to turn around for no, this no, one? No, 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 it's okay. It's Just okay. in case she's... Uh... Skid will uh, grip the uh, necklace around his neck, the hand carved, lock it, and then try to scry on me. Out in the tundra with her, with the white wolves. Uh, the mirror just shifts into shape. Uh, she is somewhat aware of this casting and she allows it to happen. Um, do you see in the background, you see a tall tower. Uh, you would recognize this as Revel's End, which is... Uh, very far north along the sea of moving ice. 
Uh, it's basically due north of where you are now, but uh, a good amount away. Um, the tower is usually used as a jail for Faerun's most fierce criminals, and they are dragging a. Uh, they they have captured someone, and they're carrying along this person who's in chains behind them. So their adventures have taken them elsewhere, and they've they've been doing like as in their travels they've found and apprehended someone, and they are taking them to Rebel's End. All right, I'm done. None of that disturbs you at all. Your girlfriend is carrying a prisoner in chains along with her compatriots. I think the druid and the moose are northwest. <sighs> Lucky she's not eating them. That's nice of a good girl you found there. Northwest it is then, Skid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Let's talk to this druid. You take the lead on this one. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. See what we all have to say. Alright, so you guys head to the northernmost path. It's still on the west side of the walls. You head to the northernmost path. Uh, you walk up a flight of only like five stairs. Follow the curving hallway to the north. And Just real quickly, the pilgrim is really enjoying being on a true path path. Like, there's no other direction. It's just <laughs> an actual path. He's just kind of smiling and nodding and putting his hand up on the walls and kind of enjoying you know, like, oh, wow, like, this is really nice, you know? This is really, really nice, is what he's thinking. Good path. So, uh, as you approach the door, because of Skid's spell, you see a glowing uh, symbol of a half moon. So it's a white semicircle with its rounded edge facing towards the left. So this door is also unlocked because of Skid's spell. Cool. We'll go in. All right. Once again, you enter to a circular circular chamber. That you said is, the open moon is facing to the left. Yes. Not to the right. Right. Not the Harper symbol. Correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Not <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, it's half, so it's like it's got the straight right, down right, line. Right. Down Not the a crescent. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Uh, so you push open the door. It opens very easily. And once again, you enter a circular chamber. Uh, has the uh, sarcoph- stone sarcophagus in the middle that has a beam of light shining down from the sky outside. Uh, is a living quarter. And when you walk in, you see the woman druid as described before. Long brown hair, pale skin, wearing basically a bone shoulder piece with uh, heavy furs going down um, her entire body in a mix of leather. Druid shit. There is an awakened shrub to her left and there is the dread moose to her right. I think as we walk in, none of us have like weapons drawn or aggressive posture mm-hmm. or anything. We're all pretty relaxed. How many legs on that moose? It's just four. God. It's a buzz big as fuck. <laughs> This this moose is standing at its peak at about fourteen feet tall. Any weird eyes or I mean a regular its eyes are going red. A regular right. moose eye are big Bunch as fuck. Yes, regular moose are big as fuck. 
Oh, they're not 14 feet tall. I think so. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're, so they're close like, to like eight feet? and a half. Yeah, they're yeah. like nine feet tall. I saw one in real life. Think about they're a basketball scary. goal and then put four feet on top of it. That's how big this fucking yeah. is. Yeah, this thing's huge. Yeah, regular. And the room is 20 feet tall, so this thing I literally measure everything in terms big. of basketball. Because like, think about it. Like, if you're up someone, like, they're like nine feet. Like, that's not that big. That's like nearly a basketball. I saw, I saw like a regular moose up in like upper like boundary waters minnesota one time and it was like right it was like 20 feet away from me and it was like i was like i gotta get out of here like that's just scary like they're so big it's so scary and did you like, kill it no it was just standing there with his little calf does his druid see us <laughs> yes they're all looking straight at the door as soon as you walk in do they like start casting spells or can we walk approach she is standing with her hands on top of the sarcophagus pressed like this uh, walk, hands, palms down. We walk forward slowly. Yeah. Try to be non-threatening. Pilgrim will have his hands up. Yeah. Away from his lack of weapons anyways, but trying to show peace. Mm-hmm. Flippers up. You. I'll only speak to you. And she points to Skid. Very well. Can my friend stay? Of course. We come in peace. Come, let's not speak in this language. Then she starts speaking druidic. I'll join her. Come closer. I wish for these people not to hear because they're not of us. I move closer. Skid moves closer. She slides the sarcophagus open a little bit and leans down close to you. Says, All of you in ten towns murdered my sister, and I'll do the same to you. As she casts. As she casts a wind wall between you and the rest of the party. How far away are they? He's about 10 feet away from you. I will attempt to counterspell that. Oh. If they're within 60. As a crit 20. Oh, yeah. Holding <laughs> 11 plus whatever, yeah. Yeah, cool. So that fails. My counterspell fails. Does it, doesn't it? Go. Yes. It, uh, you just add the. Your spell casting modifier to your d20 roll, and if it beats the whatever the level of the spell. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. Uh, fourth level or higher, I have to make a check. Uh, if it's third level or lower, it uh, just uh, it just fails. Right. So so I still make the check. Ten plus spells level. Uh, I don't know what the DC is, but I rolled an eleven. Plus. Uh, plus my. Uh, uh, plus five int. So 16. Mm-hmm. 16? 16. Yeah, it passes. So the wind wall does not happen. Yeah, sweet. Oh, okay. What's happening over there? What are you doing? We didn't kill anybody. I told you I didn't wish to talk to the rest of your party, and she'll cast it again. Fucking shit. Can I attempt to counter yeah. again? All right. There's the counter again, I guess. <sighs> Fucking shit. That was a two that time. It fails. I can't. I can't answer to what they did. They're just nervous. All in Druidic. And then she just kneels, like she leans down towards you. She moves her hand and an icicle appears in her hand. It didn't matter what you said. I was going to kill you all anyways. <laughs> 